following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Well, nothing to talk about as usual today on the program. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to another edition of Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Also heard on 1450 AM and online at WPGTalkRadio.com. We should mention that 1450 is not there right now. Okay. They're, they're fixing, okay? <laughs> but they were fixing last week. They're fixing this. But we promise this will be the last week of fixing. All right? <laughs> <laughs> Famous last words. And you can also listen online at WPGTalkRadio.com. Uh, we're going to talk about a festival today. Uh, just a little preview uh, later on in the show, about 11 o'clock, John Runfalo, chairman of the Hamilton Chamber of Commerce. And he'll be here to talk about the Red, White, and Blueberry Festival, which is coming up, believe it or not, at the end of the month on June 25th. So uh, John will be here to talk about that, and it's a great day for the whole family and a lot of fun, and so we'll talk about that. But in between time, we'll just be you and me talking about everything that we talk about here on the show. And as always, the number in the studio, 609-407-1450, 609-407-1450. If you have a hat, you want to throw it in the ring, right? <laughs> what am I talking about? Now everybody is declaring they are candidates for the Republican nomination for president in 24. I don't mean everybody, but uh, let's see. We, we got a list here. Tim Scott, senator from South Carolina. Former Vice President Mike Pence, he'll declare next week. <clears throat> Nikki Haley is in the race. Asa Hutchinson of Arkansas, he's in the race. Vivek Ramaswamy, and I have never heard of him, but I know he's in there, and he's a very intelligent guy, but that's about all I know. And, of course, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, and not to be outdone, Donald Trump. But we left one out. Yes, we left one out. And he is none other than Chris Christie former New Jersey governor. Do you believe that he is running or that he's going to announce he's running or who knows what he's doing? But former New Jersey governor Chris Christie left office as the least popular governor in the state. His approval rating when he left was 13%. 13%. How could I mean that's that's unheard of. And I remember when I first came on the air, it, it was like it was the countdown. Well, this week it was thirty, this week it was twenty-seven, this week it was twenty-four. It just kept going down each and every week. And it just continued and continued. Finally he left office, thankfully, at thirteen percent. So now he's gonna run for president. You think he's got a good track record? <laughs> oh, 
I I don't know. The uh, advisors to Chris Christie have formed a super PAC to support his expected presidential bid. And here's his strategy for running against, well, he's going to attack, I mean, he's really going to attack Donald Trump. (laughs) Talk about, talk about talking out of both sides of your mouth. He is, um, of course, he's been very critical. You see him on uh, ABC and all the other, wherever shows he's on, he's been very critical of Donald Trump. But remember, as Bob said, we're on the same team, so I don't understand what what this is what this is all about. But he just wants to be president. the um, The formation of this super PAC is called "Tell It Like It Is," being led by Brian Jones, who was advisor to the presidential bids of John McCain and Mitt Romney, and of course, both of those lost. So. Uh, <laughs> Okay, Christie and his allies have concluded that the only way to win the nomination is to go directly through Trump. According to reports, Christie wants to get on the debate stage with Trump and list his failures or unfulfilled promises, like failure to repeal Obamacare and his vow to build a wall. Among uh, along 2,000 miles of U.S. southern border and make Mexico pay for it. And that, of course, didn't happen. During a recent town hall in New Hampshire, Christie called Trump a failure on policy and a failure on character, saying he is nothing more than a TV star. Okay. <laughs> Christie has got his work cut out for him, but it appears that some people are telling him what he wants to hear. But I don't understand this. These people who are running the super PAC are going to people and they're saying, hey, how would you like to contribute to this? Chris Christie for president with the track record that he had as governor. Wouldn't you think that people that have money are smart and they'll think twice about this and they'll say, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Christie doesn't really have that much of a chance. So should we should we uh, contribute to this or what? So that's what I'm, I'm really confused about. But apparently this super PAC has raised a lot of money. But who would contribute? Who would contribute to that? And really, does he think that he's got a shot at the presidency? I mean, with all the candidates that we mentioned, I mean, Scott and DeSantis and and Trump and Nikki Haley and all of those have polled way higher than Christie. I think the last time we saw a poll, he was at one percent. So now you go to these people for the Super PAC, you say, well, he's got a 1% chance of winning. Ridiculous. But Chris Christie is going to throw his hat in the ring, which means that we probably won't see him on ABC News anymore. 
<laughs> because you can't be a candidate and be on a show every week. So that's the, simple as that. But I, I just I just don't believe. But I really don't believe that the people are contributing money to this. And I mean, they've got to have raised millions because, you know, when these super PACs form and they go on TV and they they put these ads on, they're not cheap. I mean, you can run uh, millions of dollars up in a couple of weeks. If that. So <laughs> it just boggles my mind. And what what makes Chris Christie? I guess it's ego uh, because the last term when he was governor, all he did was run for president. He didn't govern New Jersey. And remember the famous line when he was on that beach, the private beach, and then he closed the beaches. He said, well, if you want to get on a private beach, become governor of New Jersey. Come on. <laughs> just just stupid things like that. And they're, I mean, he's got no shot. I, I just don't think he has any shot. And I don't see why people are even rallying behind him, except those that are close to him. And then they're telling him what he wants to hear. But make no mistake about it. Chris Christie will not. And I repeat, will not be the nominee, the Republican nominee for president in 2024. Mark my words. And do we have Seth on the line? Yes. Okay. <laughs> With that, we uh, we bring in the one and only Seth Grossman. And before we get into this, Seth, uh, a listener sent me an email and he said, if Trump wins, does he get to slowly throw out these illegals? <laughs> <laughs> and I knew you would answer that. So <laughs> what do you well, say? He, he, he had four years. Uh, anyway, let me just uh, mention that libertyandprosperity.com uh, are, of course, the folks paying for me to be here. So I don't want to get too sidetracked and forget the main mission. And, of course, libertyandprosperity.com, whatever I uh, intend to talk about but never get to, uh, all those articles are posted on the website and, of course, we meet every Saturday morning from 9.30 to 10.30 at uh, Sal's uh, Brick Oven Pizza. Well, it's, we, we don't have pizza for breakfast, but they have a banquet room, and, um, and they have, we have a nice breakfast. And anyone who wants to participate in the discussion, you don't have to pay dues. You just pay for your own breakfast, and that's fine. Um, but as far as Chris Christie is concerned, uh, probably Trump's biggest mistake, and, and, and Christie may be right, is that for the first uh, year of, uh, of being president, uh, uh, Trump uh, had Christie as his top advisor. And, and Christie picked all these swamp creatures to be, uh, you know, Trump's uh, cabinet people. Uh, Trump would always be at his, uh, with his golf course, I forget his resort in North Jersey. Uh, Christie was a frequent visitor there. But, but the real method behind what Christie is doing is the real swamp, the real... Republican establishment, you know, your Romneys, your, um, um, your, 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 um, uh, your, your Paul Ryan's, uh, that whole bunch. The last thing they want to see is a clear race between Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump. Uh, because if you had that, you know, the swamp loses either way because both Trump and DeSantis uh, will both stand up to them. And, uh, and, and take away their power. So what they're trying to do, they're trying to turn the Republican nomination process, instead of a clear-cut choice, 
between uh, two strong conservatives, Trump and, and DeSantis, uh, they want to turn the whole thing into a circus that would knock out both Trump and DeSantis. Uh, they want to have 14 or 15 candidates. They want to have a total mess. They want to take down Trump and DeSantis, and, and that's about the only thing that Chris Christie is useful for. So uh, I think that explains you know, what he's there for, and I think it also explains who's putting up the money for it. But that's just my thought, and uh, as you, you know from uh, past weeks, very often you know, I'm outnumbered quite a bit at our Liberty and Prosperity Breakfast, but that's the, the opinion I'll be giving. Okay. Uh, and what yeah. about the, uh, a listener emailed me and said, if Trump wins, can he uh, systematically, like, get rid of illegals, like, a little at a time? Well, no, I mean, that, but that's that's what he failed to do. And that that's probably my biggest beef with Donald Trump, because he kept talking about a wall. But if you want to stop, uh, if you want to protect the border... If you want to stop illegal immigration, building a wall is, is, is meaningless because no matter how high you build the wall, if illegal immigrants uh, know that if they somehow get over or around the wall, uh, they will never be deported, well, they'll just keep trying. <clears throat> and if they fail nine times, they'll try until they get through in a tenth time. <clears throat> Anyone who knows how to uh, enforce immigration laws uh, knows that <clears throat> border that every town <clears throat> is is part of the border. I mean, so if you want to stop illegal immigration, you have to make it clear that if somebody is illegally in this country, and, and they're you know they get stopped by a uh, by uh, you know for um, uh, running a red light or a traffic violation or uh, you know their documents don't mess up, it don't match up when they they uh, apply for a job. They will be detained and deported just like what would happen in any other country in the world. So if everybody knows that if you go to America, even if you get through the wall, uh, you're going to be deported, then they're not going to do it. And even more important, the criminal gangs that make money bringing illegals into the country, if they thought that if they brought someone into the country, they'd get deported and be unable to pay back you know, the, the, the price for getting here illegally... The whole thing would dry up instantly. And the big tragedy is Donald Trump uh, did, you know, as soon as he got in office, he stopped deporting illegal immigrants. Uh, he had the power to do so all along. Now, it's true when he tried to deport the so-called dreamers, uh, the people who came into America as small children years ago, uh, the court stopped Trump from doing that. But Trump always had the power to deport the people who came in yesterday or the people who came in last month, or the people who came in five years ago. Uh, Trump actually deported fewer people than Obama. And, and why was that? Uh, well, we, we saw at the very beginning of, uh, of Trump becoming president, uh, his the immigration service was deporting people. And you saw all these sad stories on TV. Oh, look at this poor you know father. He, you know, we're separating families. Uh, but if you want to defend your country... Uh, and save your country, you have to do some unpleasant things. And, and Trump did not want that bad publicity. And he ordered his people, don't arrest illegal immigrants unless they're committing another crime. But the minute you say, if you're an illegal immigrant and if you don't commit any crimes, you could stay here as long as you want to. Uh, you're not going to have uh, – you're going to have open borders. And that's exactly what we have. 
So I don't know if I answered the caller's question, but the fact is not only does Trump have the power to systematically deport every illegal immigrant in here without the consent of Congress, he had that power all four years he was president. But he chose then not to do it. And hopefully if he gets in again, he'd do it. But I I think that's going to be a major issue uh, in the campaign as to why he didn't do it when he had uh, you know four years to do it. So he didn't do it then. And you don't think, oh, well, he, he could do well, it he's now. he's promising to do it now. Yeah, yeah he's promising to do it. He's saying, yeah. oh, yeah, the, I, I was outsmarted by the swamp. But I'm going to do it right this time. Yeah. So, all right, so, so thank you very much for getting me in trouble with my own group already, uh, <laughs> Mr. DeSantis. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. DeMassey. Uh, so, so anyway, uh, here, so here's so, some things I'd like to talk about. Go ahead. And, and I don't know if you got this, but uh, did you get a, a driver's license renewal this year? Uh, um, no, no. Okay, because if, if your license expired between last October and September, you got the following notice uh, from motor vehicles in English and Spanish. And I want to read it word for word. It says, important notice of fee holiday. If zero dollars is reflected in the fee box of your renewal form, congratulations. You qualify for a fee holiday. Thanks to the new state budget and legislation signed by Governor Phil Murphy, all renewal fees for New Jersey driver's licenses and IDs with expiration dates from October 2022 to September 2023 qualify. Uh, And and by the way, enclosed in this form telling you you could renew your license without paying a fee, uh, there's a voter registration form that's included uh, in the package. So this is how Democrats win elections. They create all these government giveaway programs, and then they have the government employees tell the people getting these benefits that if they want to keep getting this free stuff, they need to register to vote and keep voting for Democrats. So uh, I I wonder how many of your listeners got that little notice, uh, because people have been telling me about that. Wow. (laughs) Another trick up their sleeve. And and again, that's that's I know I I hate to get in that Trump DeSantis thing, but, you know, Trump is talking about making statements and uh, and 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 saying things that, you know, that the voters want to hear. DeSantis is more of a bureaucratic type. He he sees how the Democrats do this systematic institutional stuff. And I think we have to do both. We, We not only have to say the right stuff, but we have to stop government from using our tax dollars to uh you know to 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 win elections and to to get voters this way but that's a classic case and and not only does the has murphy been doing this with motor vehicles he does it with all the you know your free electric bills your free gas bills your free rent your free this your free that uh every time new jersey government employees are giving these benefits uh to people they're reminding oh by the way here's your voter registration uh, form make sure you vote make sure you remember who's giving you this stuff I'll tell you, it's just unbelievable, isn't it? (laughs) Uh, Well, one thing I I do want to talk about uh, is that uh, there's an election on Tuesday. And I don't know if you've talked much about it. Um, It's the primary election. A lot of people say, well, I don't like the Democrats because they're doing this. I don't like the Republicans. They're doing that. Uh, We have the uniparty. You know, we need a third party. But the fact is, is that both the Democrat and Republican parties are run by voters. 
and they pick their candidates and they pick their leaders at these elections that are held every June, the first Tuesday in June. And, uh, you know, the election is coming up, I believe it's uh, uh, June 6th uh, on Tuesday. This Tuesday, yes. Uh, this Tuesday. Now, now, of course, most of the candidates uh, are running unopposed, uh, but there's, uh, so there's not much of an interest. But something very interesting is going on in uh, Gloucester, um, uh, Salem, and, uh, and, and Cumberland County, you know, in, in the Bridgeton part. And you have a guy called Senator Edward Durr is running for re-election and the republicans uh, are running another republican candidate to try to knock him out um so uh, edwin durr is is facing opposition from someone called beth sawyer who used to who was his teammate two years ago uh to run uh and the establishment is, is knocking him out and by the way the democrats uh, also have a primary fight in that district now that district doesn't include any of Atlanta County, but I know many of your listeners are in uh, in Gloucester and in, in, in Cumberland County, so I want to mention that. But here's what's really weird: uh, Ed Durr, who's, who who doesn't have any voters in Atlanta County, uh, he was invited to speak to the Atlantic City Republican Club last week, and uh, anyone listening to Harry Hurley uh, last week knows that. Uh, the uh, Don Purdy, the you know, the chairman of the Atlantic County Republican Party, ordered the Atlantic City Re- Club to uninvite Ed Durr, uh like two days ahead of time. And when they didn't do it, the chairman told all the Republican officials in Atlantic County, "Don't show up at the um, at the Atlantic City meeting where uh, Ed Durr is going to be speaking." Um, and uh, and if you do, there's there's going to be consequences. And so none of them showed up. So so, the, but that whole thing is, is weird. Why does the Atlantic County Chairman care so much about uh, someone who's running for state senate, where not a single voter in Atlantic County could vote for him? And, and I don't know if you're familiar with with Ed Durr. He was the one who knocked off Steve Sweeney. Yeah, he's the, the uh, truck driver. Democrat. Yeah, he was the truck driver. Yeah. And, and so there's another backstory there, too, uh, because even though Steve Sweeney was a Democrat, the teachers union uh, uh, hated Steve Sweeney because they wanted a constitutional amendment that would force automatic real estate tax increases in New Jersey uh, to bail out the, uh, the insolvent uh, teacher pension fund. And for years, um, Steve Sweeney didn't do it. And so for years, the teachers union went out of its way to knock out Steve Sweeney and they finally succeeded by using this, uh, uh, you know, Ed Durr, the truck driver, as a way to do it. So so that's interesting. That's going on. So um, but but why they're out to get Ed Durr, I don't know. The the official reason given was that Ed Durr supposedly, uh, you know, made some comments on Facebook three or four years ago. Uh, that were, were critical of uh, Muslims or Islam. And, uh, of, of course, I know pretty much uh, uh, about that because uh, I was uh, disowned by the Republican Party for saying the same things. Um, and, and just to, to be clear, you know, when you criticize doctrines of uh, a religion, um, you know, where terrorists use that doctrine to justify the terrorism, I don't think that's bigotry. I don't think that that's hatred. You're just stating a fact. Uh, and the fact is that Islam is fundamentally different from Judaism, Christianity, Buddhism, and Hinduism, 
in two important ways. Number one, in Islam, uh, there's no progress or change. Uh, and, and anyone would, would agree with this, that what Muhammad said 1,400 years ago cannot be disputed or questioned. Uh, uh, Jews and Christians always say, oh, if Moses were alive today, he'd do this. If Jesus were alive today, he'd do that. But if, if you say if Muhammad were alive today, uh, you know, he, w- he, would, he would be a little more understanding. If you say that, uh, you're, you're making yourself a prophet and, and you could be killed, uh, according to many of the radicals. And the other thing is uh, there's no love your neighbor as yourself in Islam. If you're not a believer, uh, you can be tolerated as long as you show proper respect for Islam. But if you don't show proper respect, then you're like an enemy and you could be killed or robbed or enslaved. And we learn that story from the Richard Summers and, um, and the Barbary Pirates. So what Ed Durr said was, was nothing more than what any scholar, um, you know, what anyone who understands uh, their religion said. And, and why they would say, oh, if, if he comes and speaks to Atlantic City, no Republican official is allowed to go to that meeting. Um, I, I'm trying to figure out, it doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, so maybe some of your listeners who listen to Harry Hurley during the week or who know the inside story could, you know, could call in and, and let us know what's going on. Yeah, that, that's that's true, but uh, I, don't, I don't understand it either. I mean, wouldn't the Republicans want him to win? I mean, I, it doesn't... Yeah, it, well, well actually, actually, that goes to a bigger story. There's a big power struggle going on within the Republican Party right now. And you see that with the wind turbine argument, because what you're seeing is the big spending, big government construction contractors, the big unions, they're basically taking over the New Jersey Republican Party, and that's the Chris Christie wing of the party. This is going on in Morris County. It's going on in Sussex County. You have all those battles, and you see that here at the shore uh, because most Republicans, in fact, most everybody who lives near the shore knows how horrible those um, 400 wind turbines are going to be, uh, costing 10 million bucks a piece um, and, uh, and a total of four billion dollars that are going to double or triple electric rates. Uh, you know, turn our, our our Jersey Shore into an industrial park. Um, we all know how bad it is, but yet many Republicans and Democrats who are backed by the big construction. Uh, worker uh, unions, the contractors, uh, you know, the insiders, the, the people who who borrow the money, they're for it. And these people donate lots of money to both the Republican and the Democratic parties. So I'm very curious if, if maybe that is, if maybe Purdy didn't do that. I, I strongly doubt that Purdy did this on his own. I almost uh, am convinced that he got a phone call from somebody in North Jersey to do this. Uh, but again, that's open for discussion, and uh, we'll, we'll find out. Um, speaking of wind turbines, we ran out of our postcards last week, but we just printed 5,000 more. And uh, after, you could pick them up at our Liberty and Prosperity breakfast on uh, Saturday morning, but also they'll be in a plastic bin at what used to be my law office at Maryland Avenue and Shore Road in Summers Point, and just take uh, as many um, cards as you can. Um, you know, the debt ceiling deal that was made, uh, the federal government is now just like uh, a reckless family taking out new credit cards to borrow money so you can make the minimum payments on your old card. Yeah. Uh, and, and I spent 40 years as a, a bankruptcy attorney and a divorce attorney, 
uh, with families who got themselves into this situation, and uh, it does not end well. It gets very ugly, and until we face up to the fact that the government can't give you everything you want, uh, this this is not going to end well. And uh, I guess the the final point, uh, the um, on, on Sunday, June 11th, which is one week from tomorrow, the uh, ADL, the Anti Defamation League. Uh, is going to be holding a uh, presentation for high school students and middle students, middle school students, uh, on how to quote respond to anti-Semitic behavior, including injustices in school and social media. So I was genuinely curious as to what the presentation would be about, uh, whether uh, they talk about the hateful commencement commencement speech denouncing Israel and calling for the destruction of Israel. Uh, at the law school of city college in new york last week or will it be about the um, you know the people who are beating up and uh attacking jews in brooklyn new york and lakewood new jersey uh will they talk about the muslim immigrant who threatened to kill jews at synagogues last november or will they blame uh only so-called white supremacist and the extreme right uh and will they use this cemetery uh, this uh, seminar to promote the woke democrat agenda and the short answer is I won't find out because even though I applied to, to listen in on this seminar, the day after the flyers appeared, uh, I got a call, uh, or rather an email, saying, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Grossman, you can't attend because they're all sold out and there's no more room in the seminar. So <laughs> if anybody has a chance to go to the seminar, uh, you could tell us, uh, you know, call into uh, John DeMassey and, and you tell me whether it's, it's promoting uh, whether it's there to protect Jews or the seminar is there to promote woke Democrats. We'll yeah. find out. Anyway, I went long again. Yes. Uh, uh, thank you. Have a great uh, uh, week. And uh, uh, let me get back to the Liberty and Prosperity meeting uh, at Sal's now going on. Okay. Thanks, Seth. Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity. LibertyandProsperity.com is the website. The meeting happening now till 1030 every Saturday at Sal's Coal Fire Pizza. I'm John DeMassey. It's Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We will uh, begin the program with callers, John, Bob, and Craig, and maybe you, 609-407-1450. Back with more after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC, Brokers International Financial Services LLC is not an affiliated company. 
Let's get started here on Talk with a Purpose. Let's talk to John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Yes, good morning. How about of the Hatfield Democrats and us McCoy Republicans just bury the hatchet just 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 once and we all come out in force and vote in Bobby Kennedy Jr. I'm down with it. No, nah, maybe not. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I like I like his act. I dig his act, man. Anyway, um I'm still trying to figure out who corrected me uh two weeks back when I brought the French Revolution. Now, it wasn't Callie Dave, because Callie Dave uh, was off the mark. Um, actually, we should have aided and abetted anyone. We should have aided and abetted King Louis Sixteenth, who gave us financial and military support, and not the Jacobin clubs, which fomented the French Revolution. And also, as uh, Al from Corbin City said, we, we have we, our revolution was about natural law under God. Well, that's true. Endowed, we were endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, among these are the, under, uh, uh, wait a second, endowed by our creator with unalienable rights. Among them are liberty, life, and the pursuit of happiness. Anyway, so I don't disagree with that at all. But there's also natural law that's not under God. And that was uh, Clinton Roosevelt in his 1841 treatise, um, uh, The Science of Government Founded on Natural Law. And actually, uh, he could have sued Karl uh, Marx for plagiarism with his 1848 Communist Manifesto. Now, a critique of that book was put out by um, Emmanuel Mann Josephson, written in 1957, entitled Roosevelt's Communist Manifesto. I just want to read this line, a couple lines out of it, an introduction. Communism has been a vital factor in American politics since the very birth of our republic. In the early days, communism was called, in quotes, Illuminism. It was promoted and propagandized by a secret conspiratorial organization that was named the Order of the Illuminati, and was dedicated professedly to bringing about a, in, in quotes, a new social order or, in quotes, new deal. Actually, its purpose was to overthrow governments throughout the world by revolution and to gain for its bosses worldwide dictatorship, one world. That's communism. Now, anyway, I wanted to read just a couple lines from William Guy Carr. Now, the background of William Guy Carr, he was uh, commander of the Royal Canadian Navy, which is uh, equivalent to Admiral, when he fought Adolf Hitler's war machine. After he uh, retired from the Navy, he circuit lectured across the 49th parallel. Uh, he was preaching against Illuminism and communism. Now, this is just a couple lines out of here. Um, in order to defame Marie Antoinette, Weishaupt, the organizer of the Illuminati, thought up the idea of the diamond necklace. At that time, the financial resources of France were at their lowest ebb, and the government of France was begging the international money barons to grant them further credit. A secret agent of the art conspirators ordered a fabulous diamond necklace to be made by the court jewelers. The order for this necklace the estimated value of which was a quarter million livres, which is about 313,000 American dollars, was placed in the name of the queen. So they uh, supposedly she accepted this. She refused the gift, but they, but they um, passed the gift around this, this this fabulous diamond necklace around to the public. And they said, hey, see what your queen's up to? And they, they accused her of amorous, multiple amorous affairs with many men. So she's whoring around and she's living extravagantly and accepting all these extravagant, extravagant gifts. But the, the people that fomented that were the Parisian Jacobins, the Jacobin Clubs of Paris, which were Illuminist, members of the Order of the Illuminati. It's provable. And they were not poor. Just like the uh, the masterminds of the um, Bolshevik Revolution were actually Vladimir Lenin from an upper-middle-class family and Leon Trotsky from an upper-class family. So the, they actually stirred up the poor against, they're saying, you're the have-nots, but if you help us, you won't be you won't be have-nots any longer. But then they, but the snare was set. Once that snare was, was trapped, once that, once that snare slung tight on the uh, populace that were enslaved to communism. But that's what we're up against here. We're, at, we're actually up against people working from behind the scenes to bring about a communist new world order in America. And, yeah, we have, we have to vote correctly. That's for sure. 
that's why I have to say thanks. Thanks. Thanks a lot, John. Well said and, and uh, well thought out and really well delivered. <sighs> Boy, the threat of communism is real, I guess. <laughs> the more we see and the more we read and the more we hear. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Bob and Craig and maybe you at 609-407-1450. We'll get back to more of Talk with the Purpose in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you about B.F. Mazio. And we have B.F. Mazio has a new text messaging service. And it started this week. And here's what you do. You text your phone number to 855-910-1246. 855-910-1246. Nine one zero twelve forty six, and with that you will get text messages uh, weekly or biweekly or whatever, and uh, there'll be specials and coupons that you won't get anywhere else. So you want to do that. And as far as BF Mazio is concerned, have you seen this watermelon tower? I mean, this is really it's it's a tower made out of watermelon. It, it's real. It's unbelievable how they do that, but they do. And that would be a perfect gift, whether you want to give it for Father's Day or for a graduate or whatever. It's kind of a unique and perfect gift. B.F. Mazio, the home of the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. 601 New Road in Northfield and online at bfmazio.com, bfmazio.com. And, you know, with the, the heat that we had yesterday, who feels like cooking? Well, I mean, I don't feel like cooking anytime, but, <laughs> but I mean, especially in the 90 degree weather. <clears throat> but what you want to do is head over to BF Mazio and you look at the, I mean, there is a wide array of prepared foods and you, you, there's bound to be something you like, whether it's pasta or, or salmon or many, many different kinds of dishes. Too numerous to mention here, but you want to check it out there. Baked goods, prepared foods, you name it, they've got it. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield, and again, online at bfmazio.com. And don't forget that text messaging service. Text your num- number to 855-910-1246, and you'll be on that list, and you'll get the specials. Uh, periodically, and nobody else will get them. It's very simple. 855-910-1246. BF Mazio, bfmazio.com is the website. Coming back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check Check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. 
Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Windy today with some sunshine, then clouds. High today, 69. Low clouds tonight, maybe some clearing. Low this evening, 49. Then tomorrow we'll have a mix of clouds and sunshine. High on Sunday, 73. Clouds and sunshine Monday as well. High on Monday, 79. I'm AccuWeather's Holly Holdren on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk with a Purpose 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. We will talk to Bob in Cape May. Bob, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Hey, good morning, John. Look, the uh, Chris Christie is doing exactly what Charlie Crist, I don't want to confuse the two, but Charlie Crist, career politician, was Republican governor of Florida, then became a Democrat because Marco Rubio destroyed him in a Republican primary. So anyway, Charlie Crist decided to run. Uh, the Democrats chose him to run a kamikaze campaign, basically go up in flames but damage DeSantis because DeSantis was perceived as the big threat. Uh, for 2024. Now, again, that's and, and that's exactly what Chris Christie's doing. Uh, he has no chance at all. Uh, Chris Christie is, you know, irrelevant. Uh, yes. You know, and, 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 you know, his his track record in New Jersey was just abysmal, you know, and we, we know I don't I don't have to repeat this. We, we yeah, know it. Yeah, we, we uh, do. The, yeah. the, 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 you know, the just you know maybe we should have a, a poll in the show here i don't know if you'd be interested in this but mark levin has has two different nicknames for chris christie and and you know one is the hindenburg and i'm of course partial to the i'm partial to the cape may orca but i don't maybe we should vote my i'm i can't cast vote one for the cape may orca yeah i like now, that yeah i like what, it too what Seth mentioned about the Republican donors wasting their money on Christie, yeah, we're wasting our money on Christie, you know, if anybody's dumb enough to contribute to him. But also we waste our money, and I, I've, I don't recall ever doing this, but when you contribute to the Republican National Committee with Ronna McDaniel, who's had losing, losing campaigns now for three election cycles in a row you're making a big mistake the republican national committee they spent 17 million dollars on trinkets for (laughs) trinkets okay and they spent something like like seven hundred thousand dollars on flowers now the democrats what do they spend their money on well they've got a ground game they have canvassers that 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 knock on doors of people that are low propensity or or average propensity voters. That's how the, the zombie Fetterman got elected. Yeah. And the zomb, zomb, zombie Biden got elected. Their ground game is much better than our ground game. And you know if if and and the point I'm making here is that Ronna McDaniel was was reelected an ineffective leader was reelected by the the hacks that run the Republican Party, and you know who stood on the sideline. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, my friend Craig, who's coming after me. Yeah. 
but who stood on the sideline with the election for the Republican National Committee. We, we had an alternative, and her name was Harmie Dillon. And Harmie Dillon is a brilliant woman, uh, an Indian-American woman from, from uh, San Francisco. Uh, she's a rock-solid conservative. She, uh, brilliant woman. She would have changed the Republican Party strategy to make us more effective. Okay. Now, Governor DeSantis backed Harmie Dillon. Okay. He backed her. He did not back the, uh, Ronald McDaniel. Uh, Trump sat on the sidelines. He, did, he didn't back either one. But I think an endorsement from Trump would have gone a long way to unseating Ronald McDaniel, Ronald Romney McDaniel. I, got, I can't forget the place, her, her, her maiden name, okay, related to Mitt Romney's niece. So, you know, if we, we want to get the dead, get rid of the Deadwood and the Republican Party, uh, you know, we, 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 we just need to do something to, to make our campaigns much more effective. You know, you cannot let zombies like like Fetterman and Biden get get elected again because that that's what's happening. It doesn't matter who the Democrats nominate; they they could even nominate Kamala Harris. She probably would have a good chance of winning in twenty four because our ground game's so bad. You've got these Democrat voters that all vote Democrat no matter what. That's right. Because the goodies are all there. That's right. That's right. You know? Well, maybe we should uh, take a page out of their book and uh, and use the same strategy. I mean, but apparently the Republicans don't see that as a possibility. I, I don't understand it. I really don't. If if I was running a campaign, I would want to pick from the best, and and they certainly do a better job than Republicans. So I, I, well, don't, I don't well, understand they, why they, they don't. They they've got a ground game. I mean. I mean, it's hard for me to believe that Joe Biden's the best that they have, but maybe it is. And and Fetterman, I mean, look, they had had a candidate uh, from western Pennsylvania that was a congressman. uh, It was like a senator-of-the-road Democrat, and and the radicals in, in, in Pennsylvania chose Fetterman. And, and to our astonishment, despite him being a, you know, brain dead in, in a lot of respects, he won. And he, he won because of their ground game. Yes, you know, that's, that's true. That's true. Yeah. You know, he, he had an insurmountable lead before the election even took place. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, Bob, kind thanks. of depressing. Sorry. <laughs> thanks a lot for the call. <laughs> Maybe you'll call back with a positive call. <laughs> Oh, Talk with the Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We'll talk to Craig after the break, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. But I want to take a moment to remind you that uh, coming up the end of the month, June 25th, that's a Sunday, it's all good, very good. It's the Greater Hamilton Chamber of Commerce in conjunction with AMI Atlantic Care, presents the 37th annual Red, White, and Blueberry Festival. And again, that's Sunday, June 25th in Hamilton, the blueberry capital of the world. You want blueberries? Millions of them, fresh from the farm, plus pies, cakes, cannoli, buckle, ice cream, and more. Live music from Stealing Savannah and party with DJ Nikki G. Great food. Crafters, Kitty Rides, and the Cruisin' Classics Car Show, Sunday, June 25th, Hamilton High School Grounds, 
just off Route 30 in Hamilton. Free admission. Follow the signs to free festival parking. The Red, White, and Blueberry Festival brought to you in part by AMI Atlantic Care, NJM Insurance Group, Rothman Orthopedics, Truist Bank, and Serve Pro Team Fabiani, and Adams, Raymond, and Hagen in the community, Alloy Silverstein Group, Archer Law, and Atlantic Blueberry, supported in part by a grant from the New Jersey Department of State, Division of Travel and Tourism. It's all good, very good. Coming back with more Talk with a Purpose in just a moment. The Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial will be unveiled in Atlantic City sometime in the near future. The memorial will be located in O'Donnell Park in Atlantic City, in close proximity to both the World War I Memorial and Stockton University. Bernie Friedenberg, a Silver Star recipient for his heroism on Omaha Beach on D-Day, will be honored with this memorial. In fact, the memorial will be unveiled on D-Day, June 6, 2023. Donations for this worthwhile cause are now being accepted. For more information or to donate, contact Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial, P.O. Box 652, Brigantine, New Jersey, 08203. Or you can donate online at Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial.com. Back here on Talk with a Purpose, 609-407-1450. Let's talk to Craig in Northfield. Craig, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Well, good morning, John. How you doing? Um, I'm doing good. How's that? Uh, how's that shelter going? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, you talk about my little tinfoil hat here. Let's have a little conversation, Bob, uh, down in Cape May. I want to say thank you so much for agreeing with me that you need Donald J. Trump to make something happen. DeSantis wanted to get that woman through; he couldn't do it. Matter of fact. With DeSantis's push, I think she got like maybe 15%. So, uh, and you know, going further with that, since we're talking about DeSantis, and we'll talk about where we're going to have dinner, I'll let you pick between <laughs> two. Um, you did concede, correct? Yes, I conceded, yes. Okay. So, DeSantis, uh, you know, with this presidential announcement, only 10% that it thought it had a you know gave a positive response bob are you that? listening how about that yeah marco rubio and you know um ex-governor bush okay had uh you ready yeah they were actually competing against uh donald j trump better than desantis was okay well that should floor you well, it Come really, it, it really, that it really doesn't. You. No, it, it doesn't really floor me because this whole thing, when all is said and done, and if assuming Trump gets the nomination, DeSantis will have really, uh, how should we say it? He's really putting forth his name for the future, and and that's the way I look at it. I I don't look at this as a, a make or break election. Uh, come on, John, John. Stop that. If he was putting his name out there for the future, he wouldn't be running against Donald J. Trump. He would be, you know, talking to Donald J. Trump, talking about how they could be a better team together running as vice president and president. Would you not agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. But okay. but, but if he know, doesn't. You know, Florida's a big state. And let's face reality. Trump doesn't have much longer to go. But, uh, you know, uh, according to Seth, you know, um, you know, stop it with that wall there. You know. 
you talk that he didn't finish the wall. I mean, he, he had. I mean, it's like going into a boxing ring and having your your hands tied behind your back. He had to get the money from the military. Just remember that, Seth, because Congress wouldn't give it up. They fought him tooth and nail. And uh, with, uh, I got to be quick here because we got a lot of bada bing going here. Uh, you know, Governor Christie. You know, when you said that uh, he had a better chance of seeing God and kissing angels, basically. <laughs> yes. That's okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I, I just want you to know the people that are funding, you know, the likes of Romney and, and McCain. Let's talk about McCain. I know people love him and they talk about what a wonderful character he has. His first wife had cancer and he left her to have the wife that, you know, he, you yeah. know, before he that's who he ran to. You know why? Because that she had a lot of money. Big, she had a lot of money. Yeah, she yeah. had a lot of money. Yeah. Don't ever forget that, people. It's always about the money, and for Romney, it's about the money. So I think you'll see something come out about Ukraine, but the the big big thing, and I want to talk about the Grassley here. And did you see what he uncovered? No, I didn't see that with FBI uh, that, that 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 file, and then all of a sudden. Uh, you know, our FBI director said, well, you can come and take a look at it, but you got to come down to the skiff and look at it. And Grassley said, no, 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 no. And so, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking, what file is so important that they got to see this? So, John, I think we got a little breaking news here today. You know, the papers, you know, you're going to die. I'm going to just say it has a little something to do with some hair dye because everybody laughed at him because, you know, the hair dye was dripping down his head. Do you know that we're talking about yet? No, no, I don't. Rudy Giuliani. Oh. <laughs> uh, I knew you'd laugh, right? Remember that? And yeah. they, they laughed him off the stage. You know why they laughed him off the stage? Because the documents that he was working on on Biden – Okay, we're so interesting that the member the FBI came in and raided his house. Yeah. And took the papers? Yeah. Well, they're the papers that the FBI doesn't want Grassley to see. Oh, boy. Oh. You getting it now? Yeah, yeah. So remember, those people that don't know that uh, Rudy used to be what? Mayor of New York. No, before that. Uh, wasn't he, um, the justice department, remember? That's right. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And who did he take down? The biggest crime syndicate in the world, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe the biggest. I think actually Joe Biden topped it. (laughs) All right. So here. You, you did concede. So for those those listeners that don't want to know, I know we've been talking about our dinner, and I know I'm not going to put you through going to Mar-a-Lago. That would just be too much because we'd have to get a background check and all that. Yeah. And, and those people know that it's very important to eat local, and that's why I love to hear Mazio's. And I want you to know I did have that beautiful potato salad uh, from Mazio's for, for Memorial Day. My wife picked it up, and it was amazing. Good, good. All right, so... Twenty-eight, twenty-five, or knife and fork on okay. Atlantic Avenue. Okay. Your pick. All right. Eat. Traditional, you know, home style cooking, and uh, has some, you know, tradition to it. Okay, you're you're in. Okay. No, but you pick. Okay, I will. All right. <laughs> Take it easy. Have a great day, guys, and thanks for the time. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the call.
609-407-1450. We're coming up on the uh, end of hour number one. Boy, I tell you, hour number one always just flies by. Uh, and hour number two, um, I guess I'm really confused about this whole thing of Pride Month. Pride Month. Now, everybody is jumping on the bandwagon. I mean, TV stations, um, department stores. We're saluting Pride Month and the colors. And the, I, I really don't understand it. But then again, it's the woke crowd. And I should understand it. But I don't. And I'll explain as we begin the next hour just what I mean. And I, I do not have anything against gays or lesbians or alternative lifestyles. Let them live and live and let live. But do we have to make such a big deal out of this whole thing so that the people can feel they're part of society? I, I, that's all I can think of. Why do we have to do that? I mean, shouldn't they be part of society anyway? I, that's what I'm confused about. Talk with the purpose is the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Hour number two, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us. And as always, our number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450. I missed President Biden last night on TV. How, how could I do that? Huh? By the way, President Biden fell again. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> 30 times or so that he's fallen in in the course of this presidency? Um, I think he was speaking at the Air Force Academy or somewhere. Um, but he just fell. <laughs> Well, he's consistent with the country. He's falling down and the economy is falling down and inflation and all of that stuff. So I just just wanted to mention I missed Joe Biden last night. Uh, I'll get to uh, John in a moment, but I I, I wanted to talk about this. Uh, The month of June has begun. You were at June the 3rd now. This marks the start of Pride Month. In the United States and some parts of the world, it's intended to celebrate the lives and experiences of LGBTQ plus communities and to protest attacks on hard won civil rights gains. Now, this year's Pride Month takes place in a sort of contentious U.S. political climate 
in which some state legislators have sought to ban drag shows, and, and that's a whole other issue, but they're banning drag shows for kids. So let's put that out there like it is. Prohibit gender-affirming care and limit how teachers can talk about sexuality and gender in the classroom, all of which I agree with. And that's what I want to focus on today, gender affirmation. Now, Andy sent me this um, documentary, and I watched about half of it. And I, I just, I'm confused. I, I, I don't understand if we're having legislators who are saying, look, we don't want drag shows with kids. We don't want drag queens to read the kids. It's adult entertainment. That's fine. And as far as gender is concerned, we don't want our kids thinking they're a girl, but maybe they're a boy. That's really the issue here. It's not about, oh, we, we don't want this or we don't want that. No, if, if you determine at a certain point in your life that you're, a, you're trans and you should consider moving to another gender, well, I don't have a problem with that. What I do have a problem with is kids and spouting it off to kids in school. So I, I've i talked to a few trans people. I mean, I mean, one of my clients has a potpourri of people. I mean, black, white, Asian, trans, you, you name it, okay? And I talk to some of them some of the time. And some of them say they are – they knew when they were five years old. Okay, that's fine. But don't have the school affirm it or or tell them tell you that you're a female when you're a male. I, that that is what I have a problem with kids and those under even the age of sixteen. Then anything after that, okay. But I don't understand why we're making a big deal. Why is it? Oh, I, I guess I know why, because it's politically correct. But why are they making? I mean, Channel Six, Channel Six salutes. I mean, it's it's all over the news. It's everywhere. It's it's. I mean, I just can't believe it. You go into a department store. We salute Pride Month, and all of them are doing the same thing. Is it because they want to be politically correct? I guess so. They want to include all people? I guess so. But I don't understand it. I, I don't see why we have to do that. It, it should just be live and let live and let's go on with our lives. Don't – I mean it's – to me, to me, it's shoving it down our throat. When I turn on the TV and I want to watch the news and I see not only – they're saying Pride Month, but they're saying, <laughs> I mean, they're doing stories. They're doing stories on how they made this pride flag. And did you see it? And 
Come on. This is ridiculous. I, I, I just, I just don't understand it. And I want to talk about, uh, and I didn't get to the uh, documentary that Andy sent me, but I want to get to that too, because this is, I think, what the core of the problem is. But we'll get to that in a moment. Talk for the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. 609-407-1450 is the number. 609-407-1450. John in Ocean City. John, welcome back. Yes, being careful about what's being impressed upon the uh, youth is actually a clarion call for common sense and reason, actually. Um, yeah, um, I, want to, I just want to say, um, whether you're LGBTQ or, or straight, we all started out as little kids, so we should be concerned about raising the uh, educational standards. We're like at the bottom of the barrel in the world now. We were at the top. California was number one in America, and America was number one back in the 1950s. This is all happening. This is not happening by accident. And it's just a diversion. You know, Pride Month is just a diversion. I mean, there's there's lunatics that want to suit women in a, in a third trimester of pregnancy with proper uh, gear to fight fighter to fight Chinese and Russian fighter pilots. Man, that that's the insanity of what's going on now. This that's not reasonable. That's insane, and that's what we're up against. We're up against insanity. As far as draining the swamp goes, how are you going to drain the swamp when there's Republicans in it too? And I, 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 had, I was half joking when I said uh, about Bobby Kennedy Jr. It might not be a good idea for him to run anyway. Look what happened to his dad and his uncle. But uh, I'm going to vote for either uh, President Trump for a second term. Yeah, I'm going to vote for Ron DeSant- Governor DeSantis for a first and hopefully second term, or or Congressman Tim Scott. They're uh, they're the men that they're going to have to um, take the ball into the next uh, decade. But uh, how are they going to drain the swamp themselves? As far as I'm concerned, we should bring all those military men across the. And we have we have 800 bases uh, in 70 countries. We should bring all of them home, and uh, and put them at the southern border. That's what we should do. And yeah, they're they're not going to get anywhere with this uh, windmill energy. They a lot of them. I believe a lot of them already know that that it's 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 going to it's going to bankrupt our country even more. But these maniacs are going to put them up anyway. Yeah. So are they going to listen to us? They, uh, we had a bunch of people walk over the bridge, the Nice Street Causeway into Ocean City. Are, are people going to listen to them? Where are we the people? But they don't listen to us anymore. That's uh, that sucked. I know more bad news, but uh, yeah, it, it's time to uh, make sure our vote. I don't want my vote sabotaged this time, man. I'm telling you that right now. So if we vote in 2024. We got to come out and force. Looks like thanks, 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 John. Thanks for the call. Some good points as always, but I, I don't know. I I don't know where we're going. But it doesn't look good. I mean, you do this show and you hear all these, <laughs> you, you do this show and I go home and I say, geez, what did I talk about? Oh, my God. Anyway, I want to get back to this. And again, the Pride Month and all of that stuff. We, we, we know that. So Andy sent me this um, documentary. And I watched, as I said, I watched about half of it. And it, it, it's it's really disturbing, is what I'll say in general. But the uh, host of the documentary was interviewing people, and in it they uh, they discussed hormone blockers, and this has become a controversial issue among those who are, um, you know, talking about the transgender, the hormone blockers they say, are reversible. But according to this, 
according to the experts that Matt Walsh is the host of this, he said that they are – his experts said they are not reversible. So uh, there hasn't really been uh, a study on that, on whether they are reversible. And parents, according to this, according to this documentary, parents have no say in whether a child at a certain age is permitted hormone blockers. And one father in British Columbia, according to this documentary, was arrested and charged with domestic violence uh, I don't know the specifics uh, about this, but he can't leave Canada because of his conviction. This whole thing has to stop. It just has to stop. I mean, one thing, it's, it's transgender. And I don't mind transgender people. If they're in a situation where they feel they're trapped in the wrong body and and they are old enough to know the consequences or the ramifications of it okay but not at 11 or 10 or 9 or 12 no so teaching kids about transgender at a young age is really a disgrace and Thanks to Governor Ron DeSantis, who, by the way, I started reading his book, Courage to be Free, and it is a good book. And uh, it's it's a quick read, and I, I'm really enjoying it so far. Thanks to Governor DeSantis for standing up to these people. Uh, the, the Pride Month thing, I think, goes too far. If, after all we're talking about is... One to five percent at best of the population. So what do you think? Do you think we should ever like talk to the 95 percent? Like I'm waiting for somebody to say, hey, let's have some regular people day. (laughs) And then and then wait a minute. If you say that, what do you mean regular people? You you mean you're you're discrediting or discounting so and 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 so ridiculous. I, I, I just I just don't. I again I I say this a lot and I don't understand it. I don't understand a lot of things. <laughs> but uh, Frank and EHT. Frank, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Hey, John. That's interesting that, uh, you know, uh, whatever these people you want to refer to them. What did you say? L-G-B-T-Q-R-S-D? It's it's, it's, how many letters can we put on that, Frank? (laughs) The point, John, being is uh, we just celebrated what? Memorial Day? Yes. For, you know, soldiers who actually contributed to to, to our country and died. Yes. One day, but somehow a bunch of... You don't want to call them what they are, ab- aberrants. I'll call them aberrants. How's that? Uh, they get a full month. Isn't yeah. that amazing how yeah. that works? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just, you're right. I, I never thought of that. And thanks for bringing that up. Soldiers who died, they died 
for our country in whatever war you want to mention, they died. They gave up their life one day. We give them one day. <laughs> and right. we have Pride Month. <laughs> right. What is that called? Tranny, uh, what, story time hour at the library? What is that called? Uh, uh, I, I I think it's a drag queen hour or something. Drag queen, that's right. You yeah. know, drag queens are, are, well, all of them are men, right? They're all men. Yes, yes. Women, yes. Stuff like women. Okay, just wanted to make sure I understood this right. Now, everybody out there in your listening audience uh, is familiar with drag queens, burlesque, things of that nature, red light districts. We're adults, you know what I mean? Usually right. that type of... That type of uh, Entertainment, so to speak, was for adults. Yes. Since since when do we introduce pornography to five, six, seven year olds? What is that okay? I, I don't. I don't understand that either. I mean, how did that start? Really? But you don't want to call them what they are. I don't have an like you said, live and let live. But you know, I do. I do have an issue with people trying to push their their, their let's say sorted and misguided beliefs on, on not only me. You know, I can handle it. I'm a full grown man. Yeah, I've been around the world. I'm quite familiar with, with the. But you know, if they want to push it on my children or my grandchildren at that young age, I got to serious issue with it. So do I. Uh, so do I. Real yeah, I, I do too. Hey, hey, John, could you imagine, you say, for instance, you said you have uh, grandchildren, correct? Yes, yes. Give me a general idea of their age, of one of them. Uh, yeah. 11, 7, and 1. Okay, let's say, for instance, a seven-year-old and said, hey, Grandpa, can I smoke a cigarette? You know, you would say to him, no, you're seven years old. You can't smoke. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I mean, he, he turns around and says, hey, hey, hey Grandpa, can, can I have, drink a beer? Say, no. No you, no. no, you can't drink a beer. You're seven years old. And he says, uh, give me the keys to the car, Grandpa. I'm going to go out and drive the car. <laughs> Obviously, you would say, no, yeah. no, no, I, I, you can't drive the car. Yeah. But somehow... John, if you're seven-year-old now, guided by public education, came to you and said, um, can I take puberty blockers and <laughs> and change my... You're laughing, but it's a fact. It's a right. Oh, it's right. Can I take puberty blockers and change my... Well, you know what? You're smart enough to know what you want to do. Yes, of course. You, you can take puberty blockers. Do you get how sick this country has become yes. with these... And they are. These are seriously, you can't kid about this. They're coming. They already get our money, John. Yeah, you know yeah they do. Your They're coming for your kids. Anything that you hold dear and cherish, and, and, and even God, they will come and destroy you, John. Yeah. Hey, that's all I got to add to the conversation, John. Thanks as for the always, call. Thank you. Good, Good stuff. Talk on the purposes of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey, 609-407-1450. We'll get back to our discussion in just a moment. But first, hey, as I always say, it seems like we talk about controversial stuff right before I do this commercial. But there's no controversy at all 
Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Yes, they are. I mean, they are the gold standard when it comes to automobiles. Consistently ranked high consumer reports and all of those are are really uh, the ones that tell you like it is. They tell you the truth. And the truth is Lexus is one of the finest automobiles on the market today. I have driven a Lexus since 2007. Won't drive anything else. And because it is the best and I tell you, I drive a lot, so I want to be comfortable. I mean, recently I, I drove in a Jeep with somebody. and <laughs> Jeep, Lexus, no, 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 doesn't go. But it, it's their car, not mine. But, I mean, it's a, a ride that is second to none, and you want to experience it for yourself. You don't take my word for it. Just go over there, test drive a car, test drive two whatever you want but check it out for yourself and they have all kinds of models like recently i've seen on tv the uh the sports model that they're advertising uh they have that and they have some beautiful beautiful sports models the suv which i'm looking at seriously for my next car by the way my lease is up in six months so i i better start looking now because who knows if there'll be any cars then so Lexus of Atlantic City is the place to go. ACLexus.com. Check out the website, ACLexus.com, and you'll see the list and you'll see all of the cars so you can get an idea of, of what you're in store for. But it is very, very good. And let's face it, repairs? Yeah, you just do the regular stuff, the, the, the regular maintenance. The oil change, the brakes, the tires. That's it. And, and it, I never had to do anything else with a Lexus. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road EHT, online at aclexus.com. We'll get back to more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. I'm Seth Grossman for libertyandprosperity.com. Traffic backs up a lot on Atlantic Avenue in Margate and West Avenue in Ocean City these days. These streets now have only one lane of traffic in each direction instead of two. Woke Democrats in Washington and Trenton call this a road diet. They bribe towns to do this by paying for new streets. They want to punish people who use cars. They hate when Americans are free to drive where and when they want. They want us to live like we're in China. This is against our Constitution. But who complains when somebody else pays for something we want? That's why our federal government is now $31,000 billion in debt. Our dollar has less value each day. Learn the details and what we can do about it. Visit libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people. Join our weekly breakfast. Donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. libertyandprosperity.com. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, I want to tell you how you can listen to any of our shows at any time. And that is... By going to Googling John DeMassey Podcasts, and they all show up. John DeMassey Podcasts. That's right. And they all show up, and it's very simple. It, hey, I can do it myself. You can do it, too. It's very simple. Google John DeMassey Podcasts, and all the shows come up. You can listen to any of the shows at any time. Talk with the Purpose is the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. Linda is in AppSeeking. Good morning, Linda. Good morning, John. Good show. Thank you. Thank you. So, pride flags, huh? 
You want to talk with real people about pride flags, right? <laughs> so, well, you know, I, I have a thought on this. And, okay. Um, okay. So, well, let me just start with Romans chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. The Pope Paul wrote this. And uh, the Apostle Paul, who had been taken up to the third heaven, by the way, uh, it, it said God sits there. And the man whose miracles are just too numerous. And uh, who, by the way, is, uh, it was part of killing Christians. And then God said, you know, Jesus said, Paul, Paul, why are you persecuting me? Ultimately, the thing is, he ends up an apostle. Christ is real. Christ is amazing. And he saves souls. And his message is repent. But the Romans comments on this. Romans, it's in the Bible, New Testament, chapter 1, 26, 28. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions. For their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another. Men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. So the message is to repent and don't become reprobate. Reprobate is a bad You don't ever want to be reprobate. But what you want to do is if you feel this tug that, you know, geez, there's something wrong here. I've got to get this right with, with, with God, you know. You repent and let Jesus cleanse you from this sin. And uh, then you, we have in Jude... Just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, which likewise indulged in sexual immorality and pursued unnatural desire, serve as an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal fire. That's quite a threat, and it's not a threat. It's an action. Get this sin forgiven and get Christ, you know, come to know him. He'll forgive your sins and give you a whole new life. And if it means expelling that which is in you that, that, that leads to these desires, he'll get rid of them for you. So everything that you said there is really uh, against what we're seeing in society today. Pride flag, and and then and then because <clears throat> excuse me because we had we had the Democratic Party uh, hierarchy we had Hillary did we not have Hillary yes. and Obama who said they evolved. You can have uh, you know marriage between two men. You know, no, no, no. We, we, they. What happened is this nation gave same-sex partnerships, but no, we have, we, we have uh, people who, who, who evolved. There, ergo, we get uh, marriage between two men. And what you, I mean, the, our own government is destroying adults and children. They are confusing them with laws that ought not to be. Yeah, that's true. That's and true. we are spiraling. Out of control yeah. and downward. And by the way, I think Sodom and Gomorrah, I think it might have been a meteorite or something like that. And, and uh, it, to, to the extent, you'll hear that when Lot's wife looked back, she turned to salt. That's right. But I was reading sort of like a scientific study on this where such an event could happen. And were, based on what is said, I, I don't know, it, it was a meteorite or something, some tremendous force that took place that caused, that, that caused Sodom and Gomorrah to go. It, it's true. And, and, and so the event, this particular event could do thus and so to Lot's wife. Evidently, she looked back. Maybe she thought there was something she, she would miss it. Don't look back because there's nothing there to miss. 
film. Now you got me all upset, John. <laughs> this is well, hard. I, well, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I'm watching TV, and I, you know, you want to see the news, and all you're seeing is pride flags. I mean, I, I don't understand it. I, it just... Well, I think it was President Trump. I mean, they, you know, he said, you know, nothing flies alongside of an American flag. So at the embassies in various countries, you know, I think, I, I don't know if it was Vindeman or somebody. I'm saying Vindeman because I, I think... <laughs> I, I I stand to be corrected. I mean, they 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 want they they want pride flags, you know, flown with American flags. Well, no, President Trump says no. But now I think I I believe they may all be back again with the American flag and whatever other flag you're flying. It's crazy. Well, it this is. Nation's it's, going crazy. It sure does. it sure is. Linda, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Greg and Abseek and Greg, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Mr. Massey, good morning. Morning, sir. They're doing everything possible to teach the kids the dark side of the moon. Yeah. And they're receptive to everything that's being thrown at them. Yeah. Maybe it's time for us to throw a couple of things. Yeah. You know, like prayer in school, to open the school year, the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. Whatever happened Just to that? Simple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Whatever. I remember in school... <laughs> We started every day with a prayer. Well, I was, of course, in Catholic school. And then we pledged allegiance to the flag. And, you know, as time went on, none of that happened. So, I don't know. Maybe it's time for it. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. I, I definitely think so. The only way we're going to stop what's happening right now. Yeah, I, I mean. Because that seems to be. A wave that just keeps growing. Yeah, yeah. And to me, the TV stations are leading the way when they do stories on Pride Month. I mean, but of course, Channel 6 is owned by Disney. So what's that tell you? You know, (laughs) (laughs) that's all you need to know right there. But I mean, I just want to watch the news. I want to see what's happening. And you got to see, I mean, yesterday it was story after story after story. I mean, there was probably three stories in a row of how they built this flag, which is the largest pride flag in the country. Who cares? Who cares? Right. Well, maybe it's time for those thrilling days of yesterday. That's right. There you go. And we bring some of it back. Yep. That's right. To remind them where the hell we came from. That's right. That's right. Greg, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Bob is back. Bob and Kate May. Bob, how you doing? Bob, how you doing? Hey, Don. Pretty good. Pretty good. I didn't, I didn't think you'd get to me right now. So <laughs> That's all right. Uh, you know, Governor DeSantis, look, he's the one that led on, on challenging this idea that alternative lifestyles are okay. And he needs all the credit in the world. Nobody's been more out front on this. But think about this here. If if all this alternative lifestyles, call it what you want, you call the gay lesbian lifestyle, the trans lifestyle, if that's benign, if that's not destructive, then I ask you this question. How do we reproduce? How do we have 
a next generation. You know, uh, you know think about it. If, if 50% of the people adopted these alternative lifestyles, our population would dwindle basically to nothing. Right. That's right. And, and, and you know, it, to, 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 to make the argument that this is, is acceptable and that this is just not a problem is, is the, you know, this is not, you're not facing reality when you, when you do that. You're just, they're not. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, I do want to answer Craig again. We seem to have an ongoing debate about this uh, from the Sanus situation, but is the Sanus? Are we going to criticize him because he he dared to go against an ineffective leader of the Republican Party, a leader that that just has has proven she cannot help the party win elections? <laughs> you know, is that why? Is that somebody we we should just you know uh, keep reelecting? No matter how bad a job she does, yeah, uh, you know it, it, it makes no sense. No, okay? and you know, and the, the the people that you appoint in your organization, and even if you're a president, the people you appoint, they're instrumental in how effective you're going to be. They, they they mean everything. Yeah, and again, I I made this point last week. Even Rush Limbaugh said that President Trump's Picking a personnel has been very puzzling. Okay. Yeah, so, you know that's that's what we need to worry about here. I mean, are we going to get the conservative agenda implemented? And nobody's been been, been stronger in, in doing that than Ron DeSantis. Nobody. Uh, that's right. That's right. Uh, no, and we we really look. We really going forward. You know, I I'm I'm not oblivious to these polls. Fine if President Trump wins. I'll be backing him completely. But who else on the horizon is going to implement effective conservative government in 2028? So, you know, before we start, you know, making a too, too political tombstone for Ron DeSantis, think about the alternatives. There aren't that many good ones no. out there, even the Republican Party. No. There's nobody like Governor DeSantis in my no, opinion. No, that's that's true. And thanks for uh, sending me that um, that email. And uh, if I get time, I'm going to talk about it later on in the show. But um, <laughs> you know, it, it just goes to show you that they're starting to picket DeSantis like they did with Trump. So you know, this is part of the territory. That's that's all it is. Well, you know, look, look, yeah. DeSantis and, and many, you know, he's proven that he, he's really, really effective in bringing about legislation. Now, that's the key. If you can get, if you can get, that's the key to running effective government. If you get legislation passed that makes dramatic changes like we've had in Florida, uh, you know, it, it, it's the, the, the yeah. I don't want to go over a litany of changes that yeah. have been made, but yeah. you know, it's dramatic. Yes. It really is. I mean, yes, it is. But Florida, Florida, just to make a point about the economic strength of Florida, 
there were a few months there where Florida created 80% of all the new jobs in the entire country. One state. Yeah. So, good. Hey, Bob, thanks a lot for the call again. Appreciate it. 609-407-1450. We got some open lines here, rare for our show, but we do have it. 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Ocean City owes, uh, or we owe them a congratulatory note, and we'll tell you about it after these words. The market is up. The market is down. I know from day to day, there's a fair amount of volatility. You worry, I worry. We all worry, but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that doesn't depend completely on the market. Hi, I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute. You'll find some real insights in my new book, The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771. Or you can email me at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. I'm Joe Yakovich with This Money Minute, and thanks for listening. You wouldn't think that BF Mazio is the place to go for dads and grads. Think again. Let's start with those fabulous gift baskets. Perfect for dad. And for the grads in your life, of course, you'll want to have a party catered by BF Mazio. Where else? Shop online at bfmazio.com or stop in and place your order. And there's the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. And now featuring locally grown fruit and produce. BF Mazio, 601 New Road Northfield. And online at bfmazio.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. For this afternoon, some sunshine then turning cloudy, windy and cooler with a high only 69. Low clouds, then perhaps some clearing tonight, low dip into 49. Times of clouds and sunshine tomorrow, high 73 to wrap the weekend. Clouds and sunshine for Monday with a high 79. Mostly sunny on Tuesday, high 79 as well. For AccuWeather, I'm Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're back here on Talk With a Purpose. If you miss any of our show today, well, you've always got the replay. Tomorrow, 5 until 8, Talk With a Purpose replay. It's today's show tomorrow. You got it right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 5 until 8 every Sunday right here. Talk With a Purpose is the show. Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I will get to Al in just a moment. But I want to congratulate the city of Ocean City, for their swift reaction to last week's rowdiness. Uh, I was on the boardwalk Saturday night, and it was a mob scene. And uh, I didn't see any problems, but again, that was only a few hours. Uh, Memorial Day weekend saw young people and teenagers congregating in large groups along the beaches and boardwalks. There were 999 incidents this past weekend, as opposed to 869 the year before. Uh, The majority involved underage people ranging from um, underage drinking, vandalism, assaults, shoplifting, confiscation of weapons like knives, burglary tools, 
and even a BB gun. Listen to this. One incident really angered local officials. Two municipal bathroom attendants were cleaning the restrooms when they were spat upon. Do you believe that? So what did they do? The attendants promptly quit on the spot. (laughs) Do you blame them? I'll tell you. So uh, business owners say they've reached a breaking point. Uh, Effective the weekend of July 16th, Ocean City will close the beach and ban backpacks at 8 p.m. They will close the public bathrooms at 10 p.m. And move up the underage curfew from 1 a.m. to 11 a.m. Will this help? I hope so. America's greatest family resort, huh? I hope it stays that way. But can you imagine? So, but, but congratulations to them. They really took action and they held a meeting of town council and they got all this straightened out. So we'll see where it goes from here. But starting uh, June 16th. There are going to be some changes made in Ocean City. Alan Corbin City. Al, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. How are you doing this morning? Good. How are you doing? Good. Um, I, I have one disagreement with uh, your last caller. I think the uh, gentleman from India who is, I mean, he's, he's, a, he's an American. He's, I think he's the first or second generation American from India. Yes. Uh, who's been running for president. And one of the reasons I, I, he's, I, I believe he's doing it is to get your name recognition. He realizes that he's not going to sit there and win. And, but I think he knows this is a way of getting re- uh, recognition of, of what he believes and what he is as far as, I mean, he's right on target. If you ever, if you listen to him, he's right on target what he says. Are you talking about, I mean, um, Vivek Ramaswamy? Is that, is that his name? I do believe that is his name. Yes. And, yeah. and, he, he, you know, uh, you know. I, I, I heard somebody say, "Well, he would never have a chance because he's Indian." I says, "Why?" If, it wasn't if, said here on my I'm show. Kidding. No, I, I don't huh? think I don't think it was said here on my show. It might have been Harry's no, show. I, 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 I don't know. I, it was. I think it was on Harry's show. Yeah, and, and it was. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, was an idiot said it anyway because I don't think anybody who's a conservative doesn't cares about the color of a man's skin no. or what what his background is. No. Uh, we care about the policies he put forward. That's forth. right. That's right. And I strongly support uh, Trump and the standards. I don't care which one runs, to be honest with you. Neither do I. I would, I would, I would, I would love to see the standards. Uh, my idea, the best thing would be Trump be president and the standards be vice president, and then they could, he could roll right into the presidency after it. Yeah. That that would be that would be that 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 to me would be ideal, but I don't know that it would happen. But we'll see, you know, we'll see. Yeah, you know, you never know. That's right. You never know. <laughs> you never know. It's right. <laughs> That's for well, sure. One thing. One thing. A comment I, I want to make about the young people. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's not a majority of kids, and it's only a, a, a small minority compared to all the kids out there. Right. Part of the problem is the social media. Yes. And these, uh, and uh, the fact that they can get all these people can get this information. Hey, we're going to meet in Ocean City, and 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 be idiots, and that's what happens. Yeah. What's 
only, what's good about what Ocean City is doing, it's just going to push the kids to, to places like uh, Wildwood because unless Wildwood follows suit, you know, they're just going to get the kids down there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I yeah. mean, I, I think that these were some common sense, common sense things from Ocean City. Yes. From politics, which really surprises me because sometimes I don't think politics have the brains that God gave geese, but that's another story for <laughs> <Yeah>. today. <laughs> All right. Well, have a wonderful day. You too, Come Al. On. Thanks for the call. <laughs> that's a good one. I gotta, I gotta remember that one. Uh, Ginny and Abseekin. Ginny, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Hey, thanks for taking my call. You know, I love your show today, but I love it especially today because I always love it. Uh, the callers are all brilliant. Everybody has good points, really, really. But today is exceptional. And it's always, always great that today is exceptional. I'd like to see Trump be in the presidency, DeSantis vice president. And I think with what Biden is putting the United States through and our people, just everything, the border, inflation, just everything going down the tubes with Biden. I think it's going to come down to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and Trump. That's a good point. That's a good point. You know, that is possible because because you go ahead. I, I can't see. Can you see Biden running again? He would be no, he would be no. 82. He would be 82. And then, if he wins, God forbid, uh, he would be 86 when he left office. I, oh, please. I, I, Look, I, yeah. Did you see him bang his head against, yeah. yesterday against yeah. the uh, helicopter? Yeah, yeah. And now, he's been going in and out of this now for two and a half years. Yeah, yeah. Same helicopter. Yeah. Dude, put your head down. You know it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable to me. It's, it's, and then, it's just, you know... This is just a disgrace. The whole world is laughing at us. We've got this doofus in the White House. And when he when he was talking yesterday, uh, Jesse Waters' show was interrupted briefly. When he was talking, he looks like he just got off of a Madame Tussaud wax museum, uh, <laughs> museum stand, didn't he? Yeah. How about those hands? His hands... He hasn't <laughs> driven a nail in his life. He's no. got hands like a woman. Yeah. He's got the way he clasps his little hands oh, and man. the little pink skin. And he's so his manicured nails and just he looks like a wax figurine to me. I'm sorry. He just looks terrible. Yeah, he does. He he really does. He fell too I last week. How- he fell last week, didn't he? Again? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. But he, f- he hit his head on the, t- on yeah. the uh, doorway of the plane. Come on. Jeez. I mean, he's just, he's hes a very, very, you know, in nursing, I met good 90-year-olds, bad 60-year-olds, uh, bad 70-year-olds. It all depends on the person. And once you have a stroke, there is residual. Yes. There's residual. And yes. he supposedly had three strokes in the 90s. He wow. He's a mess. Wow. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing, John. Yeah. He's embar- He's a total embarrassment. I didn't know he had I three strokes. Mind- I didn't know that. Yes, no. in the past. Oh, boy. And I would like to see, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Tim Scott as vice president at all. Yeah, that, that may be, that may be rather than DeSantis because you know why. 
because of the black vote. So that that could be. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I, well, I, I, I like I, that ticket. I like that yes, ticket. I don't even I do I do as well. But I don't I, I'm I'm disappointed that DeSantis decided to run. I think it's his ego or his wife pushing him. Another wife pusher. I don't think he's ready. He's only 44 or 45 years old. He's got time. He's yeah. got time. Yeah. Why would you want to have a loss behind you? Trump was Trump won the first time out. Do you realize what that means? I yeah. mean, he just, you know, I, I you know, I, I, I can't, I can't say enough about Trump. Yeah. Okay. And Hey, where's this uh, lawsuit going with this, um, E. Jean Carroll. I haven't heard her name in a couple of weeks now. Oh, um, they settled that. They settled that, I believe. Yeah. Um, I believe she got, uh, what did she get? Five million? Something like that. Yeah, they, they settled it. Uh, it was um, a couple of weeks ago. And yeah. he's appealing, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's appealing, of course. <laughs> that goes you know, without every, saying. Every, <laughs> goes any without woman saying. in the world... I could say I could say John DeMassey assaulted me in Mazio's. I could make up anything. <laughs> Anybody could make up anything, couldn't they, John? Yeah. How would we do that? <laughs> yeah, in the bathroom. <laughs> now, now you see behind behind. You, you, now you're gonna now you're gonna start something. Uh, did you hear? <laughs> <laughs> did you hear? I know uh, that it's it's just ludicrous. Yeah, it's just yeah. ludicrous. Yeah, or somebody you know. Vince Mazio did somebody did something to some woman, uh, you know, behind the uh, cantaloupes or something. Anybody <laughs> could say anything. That's right. That's right. Jenny, thanks. Anything thanks for the call. We appreciate it. <laughs> They're going to start a rumor now. What did you do in Mazio? Uh, no, nothing. Nothing. It's a joke. Okay. Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We have Linda and we have Paul and maybe you before the 11 o'clock hour, 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. We will get back to more of the Talk with the Purpose in just a moment. But it is all good, very good. We're talking about the Greater Hamilton Chamber of Commerce in conjunction with AMI Atlantic Care presents... The 37th Annual Red, White, and Blueberry Festival, Sunday, June 25th in Hamilton, the blueberry capital of the world. You want blueberries? They have millions of them from the farm, plus uh, pies, cakes, cannoli, buckle, ice cream, and more. Live music from Stealing Savannah, partying with DJ Nikki G, great food, crafters, kitty rides, and the Cruising Classics Car Show, Sunday, June 25th. Hamilton High School grounds, just off Route 30 in Hamilton. Free admission, follow the signs to free festival parking. It's the Red, White, and Blueberry Festival, brought to you in part by AMI Atlantic Care, NJM Insurance Group, Rothman Orthopedics, Truist Bank, Serve Pro Team Fabiani, and Brown and McCarthy Insurance Agencies, Glossy Fruit Farms, Hamilton Gazette, and the Jersey Shore Federal Credit Union. Supported in part by a grant from the New Jersey Department of State Division of Travel and Tourism. It's all good, very good. We're coming back with more Talk with a Purpose in just a moment. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way... 
Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. Okay, we've got a couple of minutes and we got to squeeze all these calls in. Let's see if we can do it. Linda and Apseek. And Linda, good morning. Welcome back. Oh, thanks, John. You know, John, Kamala called, during the primary, Kamala called President, or, well, now President, but Biden a racist. And you know, she could have been Vice President. Oh, wait a minute. She was and is. So it's a pro- so Lester Holt said, you know, you you call you call Biden a a, a, ra- a racist. She says it's a primary, and so again, she's and he re- he re- he reiterates it, and so he she said the same thing. It's a primary, and that's what that's what it is. It's going to get a little tough, yep. but you know how bad we get. Yeah. We don't call somebody a racist. We say you have low energy. That's that's that is what Trump said about Jeb. Called him low energy, and Jeb never recovered. That's so. It's it's ridiculous. It's so minor, and we're getting ridiculous talking about, uh, you know, DeSantis and Trump. I mean, really, it's a primary. Yeah. It's going to get a little rough. They're, they're going to fight it yes. out. That's right. That's right. Yes. Hold on. Yes. Right. That's right. Thanks, John. Thanks, Linda. Paul and EHT. Paul, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. I would love to see uh, Trump and uh, DeSantis take it too, but I don't think it'll happen. I think it would be great. Um, I called you last week about May 28th, and that it seems like that didn't happen either. And uh, Phil and my beloved Philly spent a lot of money during the off season, and now they stink. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Talk that's to Taylor, that's true. That's true. They do stink. <laughs> they lost again last night. Oh boy, DJ in Summers Point. DJ, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. How you doing, John? Good. How you doing? Pretty good. I'm. I'm glad to hear that you mentioned Ocean City a few minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's my former alma mater. Uh. What Ocean City had to do in tweaking their laws and doing this backpack thing and beach curfew uh, that they never had. Yeah. They had to do this to try to combat, you know, the change in the laws. Yeah. And, I, and I'm telling you, you know, you, they're going about, not Ocean City, the people that know what happened in February 2021 
when they eliminated alcohol penalties, uh, basically, yeah. that alcohol under 20, it's got to be changed. And, and nobody's addressing it. These legislators that put their name on that bill have to be removed from office, have to be attacked day in and day out. Yeah. Because what is going on along the coast and other towns is a result of their actions. That's right. And these actions were so, so stupid. They never think about down the road. Yeah. The real ramifications. That's right. And they never have the guts to say, you know what? We screwed this up. What they did do, they realized with the minors thing, and minors couldn't have, you know, have their parents told, they changed that within 30 days of passing that stuff back in February. Yeah. Because they knew it was really dumb. That's right. I was down in Florida when they did this, and the talk shows down there say, what, is this, is this state stupid? How can you have law and order when there's no penalties? Yeah. And that's what you got now. Yeah, that's and it's, right. it's crazy. Yeah. They should have tweaked the laws. They, they, they were they were kowtowing to some of the minorities in the wake of George Floyd. Well, that's fine. But they could have tweaked the laws that were on the books. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I knew the law was pretty good because I taught them for 30 years. <sighs> right? And they, didn't li- and they didn't listen to the professionals. Yeah. Common sense, and you know? It's they, common sense. No uh, backpacks on the board after it. All this because some stupid people, and I call them stupid. I'd like to, well, I'd like to call them more, but, it's, you know, I don't want to give it a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't think yeah. about the big picture. And this is right up there with, this is even worse than bail reform. Which is a disaster. Right? Disaster. Is, yeah. There you go. Why, you know, and here's the thing. You can change the law. Okay? Yeah. But then again, you can change it back. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's right. And the thing, and I know you're coming up on the break, but the thing is, they really screwed this up. Yes, they did. They don't know how bad. And all you got to do is say, you know what? Let's reexamine this. That's right. That's right. We, we should that, do that. We should do that. And everybody will. How would you like to be in this day and age as a teenager, John? Oh, man. Knowing you could go to Ocean City, Seattle, Avalon, Atlantic City, Seaside Heights, no matter what, Asbury Park, party like a crazy man. And nothing's going to happen to you. That's right. DJ, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5, hour number two in the books, hour number three on the way. Don't go away. 95.5 95.5 FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassi. Hour number three, Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassi. Good to have you with us. And as always, the number in the studio, 609-407-1450. We're uh, we're going to talk to Al, and then we'll get to our guest, our surprise guest, <laughs> which he'll have plenty to talk about. But uh, let's get to Al in Corbin City. Al, welcome back to Talk with a Purpose. 
John, after hearing that young lady talk to you about uh, um, Mazios, yeah, you know, as a chef, I can tell you one thing: there's nothing like a good set of cantaloupes. <laughs> Have a wonderful day. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Little little levity in the program as we talk about all kinds of things. Speaking of levity, no controversy here. We're going to talk about one of the best festivals in South Jersey. And it's been going on for now 37 years. John Runfalo is our guest, and he's going to talk about the Red, White, and Blueberry Festival, which you've been hearing me talk about this morning. And it's coming up Sunday, June 25th in Hamilton, the blueberry capital of the world. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Thanks a lot, Damasi. How do I follow a good pair of cantaloupes? <laughs> well, with now, a blue... Corbin City touched the show. I heard a rim shot and everything. It was it was fabulous. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's early Saturday morning. <laughs> hey, you should you should have heard what what some of the other things we talked about here today, but. Uh, we have no controversy here. You're going to talk about a really family fun day. And uh, what is this all about, the Red, White, and Blueberry Festival? Well, it goes back, as you said, 37 years. It was uh, in honor of the county sesquicentennial. The county uh, leaders asked all the uh, municipalities, I believe there's 21 or some, something of that nature, in high 20s somewhere, uh, that, uh, you know, just have a, a celebration for... July 4th, uh, you know, somewhere around that time. And, uh, you know, we decided, the chamber said, well, you know, blueberries are our thing. Why don't we just have a festival and uh, came up with the name of Red, White, and Blueberry. It's always around July 4th. It's never on July 4th. Always made sure it's the week before, figuring no use in uh, battling the shore because, as you'll see, that's king around here. So it's always, uh, you know, somewhere around June 24th, 25th, that week before uh, July 4th weekend. When, you know, when it falls in the middle of the week, I think it's the latest it's been has been July 1st. It's on a Wednesday, you know, you teeter back and forth. Should it be waved before or just before? So, uh, again, the crop's out. Uh, I've talked to the uh, my liaison with the farmers. Uh, the rain was good. Uh, we needed sunshine, and uh, we need more sunshine to bring out the juicy blueberries, but it should be good. It uh, it always seems to happen that way. We have a rainy April and May, and that's obviously why the crop is always so good and the sandy soil and all that nature. Of course, the city boy talking about farming, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. But, uh, I've learned over these years, but they need the sunlight, they need the heat to bring out the juicy blueberries. Uh, and first picking supposedly is around uh, the second week of June, so it'll be a couple weeks into the picking, and we should be fine with uh, June 25th. So, uh, again, it's a great family atmosphere, as you mentioned. Uh, there's uh, something for everyone. I know that's trite to say, but indeed it is. We have uh, you know over 50 crafters, 20 food vendors, kitty rides, and they are indeed kitty rides. They're you know, rides for the kids, you know, 12 and under. Uh, nothing over, you know. You know 15 feet high yeah, okay. uh, and a, a tremendous car show over, you know, 250 cars of all kinds, uh, antique cars. Uh, the Qantas pancake breakfast, breakfast starts at 7.30. The show actually starts at around 10-ish, but people know that they can come get breakfast from 7.30 to, to noon. Kiwanis puts on a, a great pancake breakfast, but uh, the actual everything gets going around 9.30, 10 o'clock. People start filing in. 
Um, you know, just again, there's something for everyone. There's a great music from uh, Stealing Savannah Live, DJ Nicky G, um, and again, uh, strolling entertainers floating around. We always have Uncle Sam there, the still walker. He's a part of the whole show. And, you know, jugglers and, and clowns and whatever floating around. And uh, again, the king of everything is the blueberry. And I take a, a and in a very unscientific survey through a little uh, a giveaway, you know, little entry blank, say, you know, win a free T-shirt, whatever. And uh, I asked people, you know, where they come from, how they hear about it. Most of them say they heard it on the uh, John DeMassey uh, Talk With a Purpose show. Uh, <laughs> okay. And, uh, and uh, you know, I, I get people from everywhere, you know, all around the uh, the Delaware Valley. Uh, but I say, what, what, what do you come for? Ah, well, I really like the car show. <clears throat> Excuse me. I really like, uh, you know, the music is great. I really like all the food. But in the end, in the bottom, they say, I love the blueberries. And, you know, we we are the blueberry capital of the world. It's they can get fresh blueberries, and uh, a lot of people get you know a couple of crates. They freeze them uh, over the uh, over the holidays, uh, over the uh, summer days, and they have them in the wintertime. So uh, again, we have a formula. Uh, we've kept to it, uh, and we try to just hone in on it. You never try to change what works, but you uh, again always try to get a little twist here and there. There's always a surprise or two. Could you give oh, us? Yeah, um, you. Could you give us the time? Because uh, I, I I know you said sure. something. When does it open? Yes, it's a seven. To, yeah, well, again, we get rolling at about six thirty to get all the vendors in. You know, eight thirty, everything's just about set up. It's like a military procession. I mean, we have uh, all our volunteers know what they're doing and get them filed in and ready to rock. Uh, but early, about, I guess about I don't know, fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, Kawana started asked if they could do a breakfast for a fundraiser, and we accommodated them, and they're on the band field there. So they're there at 7.30, and you can get a, a breakfast from 7.30 on until noon, actually probably stretching into into 1 o'clock. They keep the uh, the uh, the grills going. But the official start is at 10 o'clock. Of course, there's no gates, there's no admission, so people start filing in at a 9.30, 10 o'clock uh, but it's officially 10 to 4 when everything starts uh, filing out of there. Okay. So it's, you know, six hours. And in the middle of the day is, is the game where the opening ceremonies are at noon. And, um, you know, we, we just have to thank everybody. There's so many people involved. So obviously we have sponsors who are fantastic, fantastic, have been with us for many years. The state of New Jersey uh, just supports us through the uh, Division of Tourism. The Farmers, and you know, of Hamilton, the Board of Education. Highway Department, the police—they all get together to help us out, and I couldn't do it obviously without the volunteers from uh, the chamber, who also get us uh, the civic groups and the National Honor Society. You know, the kids need some hours of uh, community service, and they come here. And these kids are—you know—the future of America. When you look at the kids, man, some of these kids say, you know, have like a three or four-hour window they're supposed to work in. I know half of them say, well, I'll stay for the, you know, the rest of that. It's amazing. So, I mean, we couldn't do it without them. Uh, you know, I'm up in years. I'm over 40. You don't even realize that. Yeah, well, you're uh, older uh, than me. You're one of the few people on this show that yeah. are older than me. That's that's hard. That's very hard to take. That's right. It's, it's the truth, but it's hard to take. I wanted to just say to, the, to those who are considering going, you got to get there early because... I went with my niece, and I made the mistake of waiting for her. So we get there a couple of years ago. We get there at like 2 o'clock. 
and everything's gone, just about. I mean, it was it was like, well, I, I, I couldn't have blueberry this or blueberry that. So uh, talk about getting there early because uh, you tend to run out sometimes. Well, again, it's it's a, a crapshoot. I mean, if we get a weekend like this one, uh, I understand it's going to be at 80-ish tomorrow and sunny. Uh, you know, you just don't know. We know from years past, uh, I always have been, you know, both of us in advertising for many years, uh, we sell about or over 700, 750 crates, uh, not crates, uh, uh, flats, blueberries. Uh, so uh, there's approximately 200 um, berries in a pint. So it, when you start calculating, you know, 20, uh, 12 crates, uh, 12 pints on a crate, and then you think, it, it comes out to over a million blueberries. But again, it's a guess. Uh, some some years we have a few left over, which we dole out to uh, volunteers. And, uh, and actually, some of the vendors we give out, uh, you know, a, a pack of blueberries too. But some years we do sell out, and you know, late in the day. And uh, it's unfortunate, but again, you know, it's, it is a crapshoot. We can't go back to the farms at uh, three o'clock and <laughs> yeah. get more. We get the we pick them up at you know about six o'clock in the morning. So they are indeed the freshest you can possibly get. Uh, and uh, I want to remind everyone also, again, um, there are free jit rides from our parking lots. So uh, indeed, if you and there are uh, there's a huge handicapped uh, area also for people who uh, uh, need that service. So uh, there's free parking all around the school. And then there's free parking at the middle school. Uh, which is a little uh, a block away, but then they'll have the jitneys there to take you into the uh, main area. Uh, again, we uh, we just pride ourselves on having a family day. Again, you can bring grandpa or the kids and everybody in between. There's free parking and, and uh, it's free admission. You really don't have to spend a penny, but I dare you to come in and not spend a penny because there's so <laughs> yeah. much... So much going on, you know. So, uh, again, there's, well, I mentioned all, I didn't mention the, the blueberry pieting contest. It is, you know, you don't win like a trip to Disney World, but the kids, it's for kids 12 and under, and they just love to get themselves slopped up. And, you know, <laughs> it's, it's the, it's the photo op of the day, everyone, you know. Would you guys took a picture of, of the kids with the blueberries on their face? But it's a lot of fun, and, uh, you know, uh, again, it, it's it's the formula that we've kept going for uh, for many years. And uh, again, if you like blueberries, if you like a, a day with the family, it's it's a place to go. Right, it's at the high school. By the way, I don't know if we mentioned that. It's right off Route 30, Hamilton High School grounds. If you ever have uh, taken uh, your son or daughter to a uh, a game, whether it be softball, baseball, football. Uh, tennis, soccer. It's the uh, Hamilton High School grounds field right right across from, right uh, actually adjacent to the concession stand in the football field. Right, That's where the uh, Old Forks Road is, right off there, Route 30. And um, again, and free parking? you can get there from anywhere. Free parking? Free parking. I mean, there are areas where, I mean, if, like if you've ever gone to a, a football game there or a, a game from, from uh, any uh, areas, there, there's some places where they charge, you know, people do, you know, uh, but our parking areas are free uh, and we can't control anything, anyone else. If they, if they, you know, they want to say have free parking, have parking in their front yard and pay five bucks because it's across the street, uh, we can't stop that. But our parking 
is free. It's at the high school. It's the middle of the, actually, it's the um, elementary school parking lot, the high school parking lot, and the middle school parking lot. They're all free parking, and there's jitneys that'll take you into the main uh, area of the festival. So, uh, again, just look for that in it. That's what it says in all the ads, free parking, and follow signs to free festival parking. Uh, and it, there are jitney rides there that uh, will take you from... Uh, from the uh, remote parking areas into the main festival grounds. So that's about it. If you like uh, blueberry cannolis, uh, blueberry Danish, blueberry muffins, blueberry bagels, um, come on out. <laughs> yeah. Start oh, a show. Sounds, sounds good. Sounds good. 37th Annual Red, White, and Blueberry Festival, Sunday, June 25th in Hamilton, the blueberry capital of the world. John Runfalo, you'll be back uh, the day before to talk to us so we look Great. forward to Thank that you very much okay okay make sure the forecast is good john i appreciate uh, okay. it okay we'll put the order in now <laughs> okay and say hello to al from corbin city okay <laughs> thanks for the call <laughs> well how, how do you follow that huh <laughs> john runfalo president of the greater hamilton chamber of commerce and of course the red white and blueberry festival uh, coming up Sunday, June 25th in Hamilton. It is Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. Uh, we'll break a little early here, and then we'll get into what we're going to talk about this hour. Of course, if you uh, want to still talk about uh, Trump, DeSantis, Chris Christie running for president, uh, the Ocean City thing, uh, setting some curfews. If you want to talk about that, feel free, 609-407-1450. We'll start fresh in this hour after these words. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money inspiration for financial wellness in the book joe talks about longevity inflation retirement surprises and many other topics for your free copy of the heart of your money call the office of joe yakovich at jml financial at 856-751-1771 or email joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com for over 37 years joe yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. You wouldn't think that BF Mazio is the place to go for dads and grads. Think again. Let's start with those fabulous gift baskets. Perfect for dad. And for the grads in your life, of course, you'll want to have a party catered by BF Mazio. Where else? Shop online at bfmazio.com or stop in and place your order. And there's the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. And now featuring locally grown fruit and produce. BF Mazio, 601 New Road, Northfield. And online at bfmazio.com. We are back here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450. We're starting fresh this hour, so we have a few open lines, 609-407-1450, whatever you want to talk about. 
And, well, we got to bring this up because it's in the news. And I'm surprised that uh, what has happened here. I'm going to take you back to the shooting in Parkland, Florida, a few years ago. Um, and, you know, it's it's interesting because we've had so many shootings. And you got to go, Parkland, Florida? That Oh, that was the one that... You know, this is what it's come to. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, February 14th, 2018. This is the story of Scott Peterson. He was the school's resource officer for nearly a decade. The question I have here in all of this is what is a resource officer? I, do you know? I, I would think it's, uh, I don't know, in, in charge of resources. Uh, maybe tells the student to go here, go there. Uh, I don't know. Well, anyway, he is now standing trial and gearing up for the fight of his life. It is believed that this is the first time a U.S. police officer, and that's interesting because they're calling a, a police officer here, faces trial in connection with alleged inaction during a school shooting. Uh, Scott Peterson is now 60 years old, and he insists that there was nothing he could do. He is dubbed the Coward of Broward. He says there was nothing he could do since it was impossible to determine where the shooting was coming from. And I find this uh, interesting because we had uh, two years ago Uvalde, Texas, or was it last year? I don't even remember. There's been so many, like I said. Uvalde, Texas, where the officers waited 77 minutes to confront the gunman. And I don't think they've been charged with anything. The question remains, does a resource officer be held to a high standard just like a police officer? What is a resource officer supposed to do? And should he have reacted to the situation even though that may not have been in his job description. What do you say? Should he be charged? And again, the the shooting in Uvalde, Texas, now that's Texas, this is Florida, but the the guys in Texas didn't get anything, and this guy is being charged. And he's 60 years old. Wouldn't you like to have that in your life at that age? So what's the situation? What is right here? He didn't really do anything. And I don't even know if he had a gun. I assume that he did, which means that he's sort of like a a pseudo police officer. So does, does that qualify him? I don't know. So this is a a sticky situation, and who knows where it's going to be. 
Uh, I would hope if DJ's listening, he would call back and kind of comment on this because this is right up his alley. Uh, but the situation is, I don't know. I, I really don't know. And I think of myself, what would I do? I had never become a police officer. That, that's – forget it. And I never wanted to be. But if I was like a um, a student liaison or something of some capacity, would I have done that? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think I would have wanted to get involved in that. So <laughs> – Oh boy, it it just is it's uh, it it's difficult. It's difficult to to really say what what is right and what is wrong. Joe in Smithville. Joe, good morning. Welcome to the Talk with a Purpose. Hey, John. How are you today? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, actually. But I wanted to call about this Ocean City thing. Now, yeah. You know, Elvis Presley is going to be ch- shaking his hips on TV tonight. You guys sound like a bunch of old people. Um, could this be related to the public officials raping the children in Ocean City? The police officer raping the 15-year-old in the back of the police car? The teacher raping the student that went to Texas and we had to re-extradite him back? Or how about the Ocean City lifeguard patrol? Not the patrol. It was it the patrol or the Ocean City lifeguard also raping a child. Could it be from that? Joe, and, and wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Public officials. Hold it, hold it, hold it. What does that have to do with the uh, teenagers being rowdy and spitting on the bathroom attendants? What does one have to do with the other? I, I'm that's just why I'm, I'm, targeting Ocean City. Maybe that's why they're doing that on Saturday. Oh, Maybe that's oh. why the local kids are targeting Ocean City oh, and it's I not see. happening in the other city. Oh, I see, I see. Well, that that that's possible, but... I think that's a stretch, you know? I mean, I really do. I don't think... You don't think... Can I ask you this question? Yeah. You don't think the officers on the Ocean City Police Department, they were on the the, the department at the time of the sergeant raising that child in in the back of the car, you don't think that they knew that was going on? There's only, like, what, 17,000 people in Ocean City in the winter? I heard the rumors over here in Galloway. The rumors were all around. Yeah, yeah. So well, you don't think that, that you don't think that maybe the kids around here, even the kids out in Middle Township and all that, are targeting that. Maybe it is a stretch, John. But yeah, uh, yeah. It seems like it know. is, but it's a theory that um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I never thought of that because I don't give I don't give kids credit for being that smart, but um, I, I don't. I really don't know, Joe. But I. I it's a, it's a theory, like I said, but I, I don't know. I mean, they had 899 incidents on Memorial Day weekend. And, and that's, I, 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 that's too much. It really is. I, 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 I agree with you, John. I'm I mean, being a little, I'm playing around a little bit. Don't you, yeah. don't, I don't, I'm not rooting for Ocean City. I don't no. Ocean City like the Catholic Church right now. Yeah. You had three public officials. If this yeah. was the Catholic Church, they would be selling the church Ooh. for the lawsuits. Yeah. But somehow Ocean City is immune from all this, which just it boggles my mind. And I love Ocean City. I go. To I Ocean do, City too. I do, too. I was there last weekend. 
and it was it was great. But I mean, and it was really crowded. And I'll tell you, but that's not good for business for America's greatest family resort. But but no, but the chickens have come home to roost. I, I, I get a kick out of the whole thing because all these rapes I'm talking about happened within the last five years. Yeah. This yeah. isn't this isn't like old history. Yeah. And everybody's yeah. just like, Well, yeah, everything's great, America's greatest resort. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Joe, how's you know your I mean? I mean it's just much, much, much like the Catholic Church. You guys don't yeah. believe that it happened or something. Or oh well, yeah, let's brush that under the carpet. Let's move on. How's your uh, how's your wife, by the way? Unbelievably alive. Good, good. Last year was the roughest was well. It's she's coming up on five years. She was given one to two years. That's and good. That's good. No chance. She's given been given two end of life, like we've been told twice in the last five years to get our affairs in order. And she came out both times with new treatments and uh, uh, it's, it's almost, each time she only had a fifteen percent chance of the treatment working. Well, that's and that's, this last time, it, it's just it's an incredible journey. Modern medicine. God, my wife is, she's, I mean, totally into God. She'd give everything to God. I mean, it's an unbelievable journey that I never thought we could get to this point, ever. Well, that's good because we've heard a lot of negative things this morning and uh, certainly glad to hear a positive thing. Joe, thanks a lot for the call. Appreciate it. 609-407-1450. Got a couple of open lines here if you want to comment on... um, this uh, officer in Parkland being uh, on trial for not doing something, uh, feel free to do that. Also want to talk about, oh, he's in the news again. Bill Cosby, another sexual assault victim. Victoria Valentino, she is now 80 years old. She filed the case in Los Angeles County Superior Court Thursday in accordance with a new law that temporarily lifted the statute of limitations for civil cases related to sexual assault. The law, which will expire at the end of the year, allows people alleging they were assaulted as adults to file civil lawsuits no matter when the attack happened. Cosby's 85 and uh, this woman is 80. The suit is seeking unspecified general, special, and punitive damages, as well as attorney fees and court costs. Does he have any money left? I wonder. Uh, The suit also targets up to 20 unnamed defendants, including agents and one-time employees who allegedly enabled Cosby. We'll see where this goes. (laughs) Oh, Cosby. Hasn't he been through enough? (laughs) John in Ocean City. John, good morning. You're on talking. Yes. Yes. Now, supposedly, uh, Scott Peterson in part, he he could have prevented the more shootings at the Parkland uh, High School. But how about uh, Scott Israel? He didn't do any time at all. And they say his botched uh, response to the Parkland shooting. Thank you. was what led to the uh, Parkland shooting. He got fired. He never did. He never had to face jail time. That that surprises me there. Sure. But um, I just remember uh, seeing two. There was two um, competing uh, radio sta- no, TV stations on the uh, scene. 
and they're competing uh, against each other uh, for their 10 o'clock uh, news presentation. And it was two different uh, roving reporters. And one was interviewing a blonde-haired, a blondie. She was a 12th grade girl, senior. And she said she was talking to that kid. Um, I forget his name. Uh, the kid that did the shooting, supposedly. And she was talking to him, and he was not armed with it. He was not armed with a, a gun, AR-15 or whatever. And she heard shooting going off in another part of the building. Now, another uh, competing station was interviewing a Puerto Rican girl, Puerto Rican-American, and she said she saw more than one man uh, dressed up in uh, a black ninja-like outfit and never doing the, doing the shooting. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just, um, I'm not confused. I'm just suspicious about all this stuff anyway. So that's all I had to put in. Bye. Thanks. Thanks, John. Thanks for the call. And here he is. We called him up, DJ in Summers Point. DJ, welcome back. How you doing, John? Good. Thanks for calling back. What do you need? Uh, school resource officer definition? Yes. It's kind of simple. It's a school uh, resource officer or sworn law enforcement officer, officers who are responsible for providing security and crime prevention services in a school environment. Oh, so he is kind of responsible. Uh, yeah, yeah, school resource officers are cops. Oh, okay. All right. That, not, that's why I was confused about that. Some, now, some, some schools have them. Some schools don't. <clears throat> some schools have private security. All oh, right? Oh, okay. It's different from state to state. It could be different from county to county, town to town. All right? But they're sworn law enforcement officers, and they have powers of arrest. They go through the same training. And, of course, in their career, they, as they move uh, from assignment, you know, they say we have an opening for school resource officer, okay, or officers, you know, and they they get the uh, assignment. That's how it works. And I'm sure Peterson, uh, they're saying he should have t- t- taken action. He was law enforcement. He should have done something. But if I remember the case, he was kind of like uh, hanging back when that happened. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. and and the thing is, the, the officers in uh, Texas last year, that, and that was the one year anniversary was in the last ten days. Yeah, of the, they should have done something. So right. it's interesting though, because in in Texas they waited seventy seven minutes. Well, that, that's my point. Yeah, but but nothing <laughs> happens to them. Or, well, at this, but you could say nothing at this point. There, yeah, there yeah. could be that investigation should be. Go- could be ongoing, which I probably think it is, because investigations don't get wrapped up in 30 days. And they, they could do something to some of those people on site because uh, they did hang back a long time. And the thing is, and the response is supposed to be something immediate. You just don't hang back. And, that, and that's what you get paid to do. Yeah. So Scott Peterson uh, <clears throat> could be charged with what? Oh. You could say, for, for one thing, you know, there could be some Florida statues, but one thing is he, he didn't do his job. Yeah. Dereliction of duty, malfeasance. Wow. Right. I, so, you know, I'd have to go on and, and research. I didn't know he was on trial. I, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. And, uh, and here it is. It's almost, what, coming on? Five, uh, six years. Five, five six five, years. Six years, yeah. And, well, that's, that's, that's Florida. Florida, for all the strict laws they have, they have a tendency to go slow. Very slow. There was that uh, retired captain from, I think, Tampa, killed that father in the movie theater. Yeah. 
over popcorn or over cell phone. Yeah. All right. That took over six years. Yeah. And the jury found him not guilty. Believe it or not. So, so this so guy, Florida, um, Florida sometimes moves very yeah. slow. So this guy really, the, the rest of his life is cooked, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much, and, and and it's pretty much been that way since uh, you know since the incident. But yeah, that shooting, like you know, hey, look how long it took to uh, have the uh, penalty phase for the killer. Yeah, yeah, and they gave him a pass. Three people, <laughs> yeah, voted for life imprisonment. <laughs> Boy. The others said, no, no, death penalty. That's right. Because it was, and only had to have one. Yeah. Right. So what's that tell you? It's yeah. It just doesn't always work out. DJ, and, thanks uh, uh, thanks for can, calling us back, can, huh? Can I make a comment? Yeah, sure. And, and, and I know Joe, I've been listening to Joe on the radio for years. He's probably listened to me, although I don't call in as much lately. And he always has, seems to have an affinity for putting down Ocean City. Other towns have similar problems throughout the whole country. All right? Yeah. Okay. And But here's the thing about Ocean City. When, they, when it comes to light and when it can be proven, they do something. Yeah. And the last time I checked, that sergeant he speaks has pled guilty and he's gone to jail. Yeah. When he has, it, when he has his sentencing. So we do, t- you know, we do charge and prosecute, okay, when there's evidence. And if he said he heard rumors where he lives, well, if you heard a rumor, you might have wanted to pass on the, the rumor you heard. Maybe it could be looked at earlier, right? But the bottom line is his actions were exposed. He was charged, and he's no longer going to be on the police force. That's, that's right. And, that's and right. the lifeguard and the teacher, they're going to probably also be dealt Oh, yeah. The, yeah, that, that's true. Well, he, he seemed to make a connection or he was trying to make a connection and I didn't see a, any connection between kids getting revenge on the police officers. I, just, no, uh, no, that's, that's yeah, a stretch. But, yeah. you, know, you know, Joe sometimes says things, but the one, <laughs> and I'll leave it on a positive note, I'm so glad that, that Joe's wife's still doing better because yeah. I've been following the health of his wife for a good number of years and I'm glad she's doing okay. Yes, I am too. DJ, thanks for calling back. Appreciate it. Talk with the purposes of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll talk to Mike after the break. And maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. Talk with the purposes of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. We'll come back with more of Talk with the Purpose in just a moment. We've been telling you about this all morning, and we will tell you about it all month. It's all good. It's very good. The Greater Hamilton Chamber of Commerce, in conjunction with AMI Atlantic Care, presents the 37th Annual Red, White, and Blueberry Festival, Sunday, June 25th at Hamilton, the blueberry capital of the world. You want blueberries? They've got millions and millions of them. Fresh from the farm, plus pies, cupcakes, cannoli, buckle, ice cream, and more. Live music from Stealing Savannah and Party with DJ Nikki G. Great food, crafters, kitty rides, and the Cruisin' Classics Car Show. Sunday, June 25th, Hamilton High School grounds, just off Route 30 in Hamilton. Free admission. Follow the signs to free festival parking, the Red, White, and Blueberry Festival, Brought to you in part by AMI Atlantic Care, NJM Insurance, Rothman Orthopedics, Truist Bank, Serve Pro Team Fabiani, 
Kelly Loader Travel, Kramer Beverage, McCree Brothers Blueberry Farm, Menino's Cannoli Express, and Ocean First Bank. Supported in part by a grant from the New Jersey Department of State Division of Travel and Tourism. It's all good, very good. The 37th Annual Red, White, and Blueberry Festival in Hamilton, Sunday, June 25th. We're coming back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check Check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. For this afternoon, some sunshine then turning cloudy, windy and cooler with a high only 69. Low clouds, then perhaps some clearing tonight, low dip into 49. Times of clouds and sunshine tomorrow, high 73 to wrap the weekend. Clouds and sunshine for Monday with a high 79. Mostly sunny on Tuesday, high 79 as well. For AccuWeather, I'm Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, if you want to email me during the week, feel free to do that. J-D-A-D-V-1 at Comcast.net. J-D-A-D-V-1 at Comcast.net. And, of course, you can follow us on Facebook at Talk With a Purpose. At Talk With a Purpose is our Facebook address. And it is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to Mike in Ocean City. Mike, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Yeah, Yeah, good morning, John. Yeah, I was calling uh, just to clarify what your last caller said. A resource officer is just a name they give to police officers assigned to schools. This is Scott Peterson. I am a full-time Hollywood, Florida resident during the winter months. And uh, this guy is a Broward County deputy sheriff down there who was assigned to the school. And when this happened, (laughs) he was seen on video. They've shown it on the news a number of times, basically hiding behind the wall. As if he was scared scared to death to go in there. Now, I'm telling you this as a retired police officer myself. He should have entered that building to find out where the shots were coming from. Yeah. I mean, that statement, that statement, oh, I didn't know where they were coming from. Well, it's your duty to go in and find, that's find right. out where they're coming that's from. Right. But that's, uh, uh, you know, that that's what it is. He is a Broward County uh, deputy sheriff. Uh, the, uh, the sheriff's department in uh, Florida, all over Florida, the county sheriffs, they patrol the entire county besides the municipal police uh, down there. I believe there's over 5,000 Broward County deputy sheriffs in Broward, which is the uh, second largest county in Florida. 
So he, he's uh, he's sort of, I mean, he is a police officer, right? That, right. He's a police officer, uh, just as I was a police officer okay. for 27 years. Okay. He, he, he carries a gun. Uh, he has full police authority. Uh, you know, Parkland, just like Parkland has their own police department. Uh, well, he has the same authority, except his authority extends throughout the county. As a Broward County wow. uh, okay. sheriff. Okay. Yeah, if you saw the video, you would see him be hiding behind the wall there. The, the, the guy was probably scared to death to, to, to go in inside the school, but that, that's just what he should have done, going in to find out where the shots are coming from. So they're justified in calling him the coward of Broward. Oh, yeah. By, by, by the video that I've seen a number of times, uh, you know, of him hiding behind a wall there instead of going in and entering the school to see what, you know, what was going on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has no excuse as to why he didn't go in there. I mean, if you said his remarks where he didn't know where the shots were yeah, coming from. Yeah, that's what he said, yeah. Well, you're supposed to go in and find out where they're coming yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. What, that's what your job is. Yeah. You're supposed to go in there and find <laughs> out. So, yeah, I, I feel no pity for the guy. Uh, I mean, if he's afraid to do his job, he, first of all, should have never joined the uh, department or yeah. he, he should have resigned long ago. Yeah, that's true. And he was in the job 10 years. Yeah, well. <laughs> I, I bet you he never thought he would he would see the day where that would happen. Yeah, well, guess what? <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. uh, look what happened. Mike, thanks a lot for the call. Thanks for that input. We appreciate it. Let's talk to Sarah. Sarah, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Good morning. I hope all is well. Yes, it is. Thank you. And you too. Thank you. I'd like to make uh, two comments. One about Ocean City. Part of the issue is that there is lawlessness. And the students understand that whatever they do will not count. Yes. Even in the school system, and I'm, I've been in the school system, the student can curse and punch and kick. When the principal comes in, it makes things more magnified. Yes. It used to be if you send a note home, that student would be worried. Now the Internet, TikTok are raising the children and those in the schools. Yes. And there is no consequence. They get a slap on the wrist or a lease to the parent and so forth. Parents that are involved need to have heavy, heavy punishment about bad behavior. They know they're released the next day and nothing big is going to come up of it because they're under 18. Those who are over 18, if they drive and they have alcohol on them, alcohol, then they should have their driving privileges suspended. But yeah. it's going to be constant until we get tough. And Donald Trump had said this, law and order. That's law right. Order. That's I would right. never, ever go out there and do that kind of behavior because I knew better. My parents raised me properly. However, now the excuse is, well, they don't have any parent. They don't have this. They don't have that. Yet I've seen students with $200 sneakers and mine is the cheap kind. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Try to find a pair of sneakers uh, under two hundred. <laughs> and the iPhones and the technology—they're all into it. They're all in tune. How are those bills being paid? The parents have accountability 
of the children's behavior. And the law should protect the individuals that are being subjected to vandalism, being subjected to shoplifting. Because if you go to Wawa and you steal a Tootsie Roll, you're going to be arrested. That's right. So these individuals who are doing this behavior need to be prosecuted to show others this is not accepted. There's a story maybe years ago when a kid from Pennsylvania went to Singapore and he spray painted the walls. And then I think one of the punishment was several lashes and I think maybe a month in prison. Yeah. And Bill Clinton intervened to help that. You don't find crimes like this in some countries because they don't tolerate such behavior. And Mm -hmm. it's out of control and we have to start acting and let the parents and those who are the perpetrators be held accountable. And last of all, Joe Biden, I saw that he fell. Yeah. He should have fell on his butt because that's where his brains is. (laughs) You you hate to make light of that, but you're right. I mean, he fell again. I mean, how many falls has that been? I mean. That's where his brains is. He should have fell on his butt because if you cannot see my fellow Democrats, if you cannot see that this country is in the toilet, that you're paying more at the store, you're paying more at the pump, crime is out of control. There's so many areas that we need to get stronger with our military. We're a laughing stock, and people don't see it. There's something wrong. I used to be ignorant and didn't know what was going on, but I've woken up, and you have to wake up. Yeah. Because he's run us to the ground. He sure has. He's running out. He sure has. In our pockets. I'm paying more. It used to be two for four dollars for bread. Now it's three ninety nine for one loaf of bread. Yeah. I was in the supermarket yesterday, and the woman in front of me in line said, "I don't know how these people can afford it, and I, I I don't think we'll have anything left of our country if we keep this up." And she was talking, of course, about Joe Biden, and I don't think we're going to have anything left. If it keeps going this way. They they call it the Midas touch. Everything that's touched turns gold. Well, this is the Biden touch. Yes. Everything that he touches turns to mold. That's right. That's right. Sarah, thanks a lot for the call. That's right. Well, we are coming up on our final break of the morning. Talk with the purposes of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. You want to talk about the Parkland uh, shooting? You want to talk about Cosby, uh, DeSantis, whatever? Uh, feel free. They're all on the table in our uh, final thoughts on Talk With a Purpose after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. 
The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. And we are back here on Talk With a Purpose. We have a bonus for you in just a couple of minutes. But first, let's talk again to Jenny and Apseek. And Jenny, good morning. Welcome back. Oh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I am so glad to hear Sarah has come to a new way of thinking. I am just astonished with this young lady. I am so happy to hear her all the time. I am really, I like that. It's the Biden mold. <laughs> yeah, it was great? good. That was good. Yes, it really was. I love it. I love it, Sarah. I love it. Keep it up. Keep it up. And convince your Democrat friends, because if this guy gets in again, I, I think the country is over. Yeah. Because nobody's going to be able to afford to live here unless you come in from Mexico. Yeah, and then you get everything free. <laughs> everything free. Yeah. H- housing, food, utilities, everything. Just everything free. You can, you know, have have as many children as you want. We'll take care of them, right? Yeah. We'll take yeah. care of them, right, John? We'll yeah, take we'll care do, of them. Yeah. Hey, here's what we do, Jenny. We go to Mexico and we come back uh, as uh, a, a Mexican and we get everything right. free. How's that? There you go. There you go. And the kid, that little punky, oh, I, I can't even say it. Nicholas Cruz was his name. Yeah. Was his name. He's yeah. in prison. And uh, what happened in Florida was uh, Sheriff Larry Israel did not get reelected because they're elected down there. So he did not get reelected for being a coward. They had them on video hiding behind cars and trees. Jeez. Are you kidding me? Jeez. Yeah, I didn't know. Behind trees, letting him shoot up the place. Yeah. Well, it is. Hiding behind trees, hiding all over the place. And uh, that young girl's father, who's who's on TV quite a bit, I can't think of his name. His daughter was, I think, Meadow, and she was shot and killed nine times. No chance for to be alive ever when you're shot nine times. Jeez. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh... Larry Israel did not get reelected. Thank God they have another sheriff in there now. And he's actually from Philadelphia. He's a African-American gentleman. I can't think of his name, but uh, he, he's the sheriff now. I mean, people like this would go right in. Donald Trump even said he would have gone right in. And you yeah. know what? I kind of believe that. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah, I do, too. Jenny, thank you for the call again. We have uh, Seth Grossman, who's making a surprise guest appearance again. Seth, good morning. Yes, at our Liberty and Prosperity Breakfast, we talked about how you opened the show as to why Chris Christie would be running for president, how he could possibly win. And during the discussion, we had some interesting theory. And that is maybe this is what Christie and the Swamp Ryan Romney Republicans are up to. Uh, Make sure that if Trump gets a little ahead, push DeSantis. If DeSantis gets a little ahead, push Trump. Make sure that when you have the convention in August, 
that neither Trump nor DeSantis has a majority because you have all these little candidates in there making up the difference. And then when you have a brokered convention where nobody has a majority, then on the second ballot, all the delegates are free to vote for whoever they want to. And uh, that that's when the swamp will come up with a third choice. Well, if Trump hates DeSantis and DeSantis hates Trump, let's pick somebody uh, unknown to be our presidential candidate. Let's pick whoever we pick. So that could be a theory as to why Chris Christie is doing what he's doing. Just so I bring you the insight of our liberty and prosperity uh, discussion this morning. Well, that's interesting because if that's the case, and let's just say, for argument's sake here, that Christie gets the nomination, there is no way I wouldn't even vote for him. Would you? (laughs) So I, I can't picture, but but this is how they get to get their Nikki Haley, their Tim Scott, or their somebody else by trying to force a deadlock between Trump and DeSantis, so they could pick a none of the above candidate uh, picked by the swamp. So that's that's I think what what Christie's up to uh, to be a useful tool for them. I don't, I don't think Christie's going for it for himself. But anyway, this is what happens when you get. Uh, about 30, 40 people talking about this stuff over <laughs> okay. breakfast on a okay. Saturday morning. Okay. Uh, LibertyandProsperity.com. Thanks for the second. Uh, okay. No problem. Thank you. <laughs> Chris Christie for president? Oh, my God. I couldn't take him as governor. You know, I, I got to tell you this. So I was a Hurricane Sandy victim. And... You know, we got that $10,000 because if you're a primary residence, it was here. And I really thought that he was great. And he was during Sandy. And I mean, he really and he won the second term in a landslide. And then he thought he was big time. And he could do anything. And he kept, you know, going to primaries and running for president and ignoring New Jersey and he just he lost it and i think he he was bigger well he is big but he's he was real he thought he was bigger than he really was and and that's what i think happened to chris christie but i do not think <laughs> i wouldn't vote for him i wouldn't vote for him for dog catcher all right that's that's where that's at but that is going to put the wraps on another edition of talk with a purpose Thanks to Chris Christie. <laughs> Thanks. Goodbye. Thanks for Chris Coleman, our program director and producer. Thanks to uh, you for participating. And, of course, without you, we don't have a show. I always say that, and it's true. I'm John DeMassey. Thanks for listening. Talk with a Purpose, 9 to noon, next Saturday. 9 to noon, right here, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. You take care. The preceding program was paid for and presented by John DeMassey.